Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Season 4 of Eye on the Future with Lady Fontaine and co-hosts Jim Elkin and Ryan Dalton. To schedule a reading or learn more about Lady Fontaine, also known as America's number one love psychic, be sure to check out Lady Fontaine's website at ladyfontaine.com. Now, here's Lady Fontaine with co-hosts Jim Elkin and Ryan Dalton. Hello, everybody. There is no Ryan tonight. Happy Eve of Halloween. This is Joanna Sanchez, and welcome to Eye on the Future. I am so excited to be back here. I was one of the original co-hosts way back when this show started 12 years ago. And Lady Fontaine, magical Lady Fontaine, is a dear, dear friend of mine. And I'm so happy to be here with Lady Fontaine and the wonderful Jim Elkin, who is a healer extraordinaire. So, everybody, this is a very, very powerful, powerful time. I want to talk really quickly about it. Um, On October 31st, a rare blue moon will shower all of us with divine blessings. The veil between the spirit world and the physical world is thinner now. So, everybody, we should stay open to receive messages and guidance from beyond. And this is, this is such a magical, magical time. And all of us should think about what we want to create. And, of course, in life we learn from our don't wants what we want. But let's all put our attention on the wants. You know, we don't want to stay in the want, but we want to stay with our attention on all the blessings that we're all going to have in this magical time. And so I want to tell you a really funny story, one of my funny stories about Halloween. Um, So I'm an actress out here in Los Angeles, and when I first got out here, I was invited to a big celebrity Halloween party, star-studded, Oscar-winning directors, Oscar-winning special effects, and and I I got this wonderful costume. I was so excited about it. It was a French maid's outfit, and I did my hair and my makeup, and here I was. I walked into the party as a French maid, and I thought everyone was going to go, oh, you're so cute. What did they do? They handed me a tray because all of the maids looked exactly like me. So it was, <laughs> it was kind of funny. But um, anyway, uh, we are going to be taking all of your calls throughout the show, call with your questions about your love life, your career, or the paranormal. Call us at 563-999-3497. Now, this is a new number, so I'm going to repeat it. Call us at 563-999-3497. Um, I am so excited, Lady Fontaine. Um, We all have questions. You're the number one love psychic in America. And um, actually, Yahoo actually recently mentioned that you are the top uh, political psychic. Oh, my gosh. Lady Fontaine, we're all going to be saying, what do you see? What do you see? Well, you know, first of all, Joanna, thank you so much for being here tonight. You know, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. So I'm so thrilled that, you know, you, you're you taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. So it's very, very much appreciated. And that article on on Yahoo about me being a top political 
um, psychic. My clients are all telling me, I haven't even seen it yet, but last Mm -hmm. year, last uh, election cycle, I was one of, I think, really one of the only psychics out there that correctly predicted the outcome of the election. Now, this election... Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this election is really crazy. And, and I mentioned to a client, they asked because they've been checking my website to see what my predictions were. And my gut prediction, and I'm going to say it on the air, and I don't want everybody hanging up and going into, you know, a spastic fit over what I'm about to say. But I'm basically predicting the same thing I predicted four years ago, that Trump will win. Um, I keep on getting um, conflicting information from spirit. And there is a chance that Biden could pull this off. Um, But I'm still leaning much more strong at this point to to Trump. And I am going to be putting it officially on my website as a prediction. There's a lot of factors at play, aside from the crazy um, Saturn-Jupiter-Pluto conjunction that started in January. Um, I I think we had the second phase of it in October, in this month. Um, But the, the after effects are still at play. And that's what's kind of messing it up a little bit, because even in a lot of the readings that I'm doing for people, Time is a really difficult thing right now for me to um, decipher because of a lot of these influences, which are going away in the next couple of months. By, I would say, the middle to the end of January, I see this dark cloud sort of lifting, and it's going to be a lot, lot different. But, you know, we have the power to navigate, and Joanna, you stole from me. Um, So it shows, I don't know who's psychic, you or me. Well, I know who's psychic, but you did a really great job because I was going to talk about exactly what you did. Um, I have found in the past two weeks that 99% of my clients, I'm ending up saying the same things to them and I'm seeing the same issues. And that's that, unfortunately, people in this really troubled time are feeling powerless in a lot of ways. There's a lot of people with financial stuff going on, people who have lost jobs, they're furloughed, you know, they're stuck in their homes. I mean, there's a million situations that are exasperating our situation, and it does make us feel powerless. Um, The key is exactly what you were talking about, and that is to focus your attention, A, on what you have and be grateful for it. Because unfortunately, when when we focus on what we don't have, that's exactly what the universe sends us more of. Um, And I'm seeing it in client after client after client. And I really do think things in the next couple months are going to start lifting and being better. But to answer your question for right now, I'm still leaning towards Trump. And as I said, probably by tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening, I'm going to put my official prediction on my website, on my blog. And those are always I do have a question. Um, what do you think about um, the, the civil unrest and everything and the riots and all that? Do you see that happening? Well, because people Trump are very wins, worried I, about that. I believe if Trump wins, it's going to get a lot worse. And if Biden wins, it will settle down to some degree. But 
even in it settling down, I don't, I believe there's a movement underway. Right now, we're seeing a lot of movement from one side, but I do feel there's going to be a lot of pushback um, if Biden does, does win. And I do feel that Trump is not going to easily walk away from the White House. I mean, he'll take this to the Supreme Court if he has to. Um, so I think we're in for a roller coaster ride. Um, but I do feel, I mean, you know, I, I have to be honest, I do feel that we are in for an emotional roller coaster ride and a lot of turmoil um, in the next mm. couple of months, assuming that Trump wins. Um, but the, the sort of like the positive side of it is that there are a lot of blessings in that energy if he does win. Um, there, there really are. And a lot of it, you know, unfortunately depends on what happens in the House and the Senate as well, if we're going to continue to have the tug of war that we've been having. But, you know, when I look in January from, I would say January 15th onward, the energy is really solid. It's really like on the upswing and I'm a lot less concerned. But between now and the end of the year, I am concerned that riots and general civil unrest is going to continue. And it does really, really concern me. It does. I mean, you know, for the, the welfare of the people who are protesting and rioting to the people who, whose stores and, you know, businesses are being destroyed, to the people who are getting injured, um, you know, I, I wish our society could just open our eyes and take a few steps back and, you know, focus on exactly on what we were talking about before. You know, I think yeah, for some and, reason... And go ahead. What I want to mention is, you know, when it really comes down to it, I believe there are two emotions, love and fear. fear. And so Correct. many of us have been in fear, you know. Right. So since I have America's number one love psychic, let's, let's switch to love. And I know a lot of um, relationships have been put to the test, there's been a lot of, you know, people having to quarantine together. And, you know, there's a saying from Cahill Gibran, you know, I married you for better, for worse, but not for lunch. <laughs> and people have been, like, forced to be quarantined together, and you find out things about people that you didn't know existed. And so let's focus on love right now. I would love to, love to do that if we could. And I want to remind our callers to please call in with questions. Five six three nine 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 three four nine seven, and we would love to hear from you. Um, Lady Fontaine has been a wonderful source of uh, joy for me. She has helped me through many of my trials and tribulations. And uh, while we have her, let's call in. So, uh, can we bring on our first caller? Um, let's just okay. get Jim on the line first. <clears throat> Oh, Jim. Don't forget oh, Jim. Oh. Jim, Hello, I'm so Jim excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on, uh, on with us. And I can't wait to come to New York and get healed by you. I, <laughs> I, I wish we could do it now. Um, I need a healing. So can you tell us a little bit about your wonderful work that you do? Oh, well, lately it's been a lot of helping people get over the political and and virus situation you know the, the fears yeah. and struggles that they're dealing with a lot of healing work it's it's challenging but it's it's kind of what i've been trained to do so i'm i'm able to step up to it and and 
answer it and help people feel comfortable and and like they have a place that they can really let loose whatever it is that's holding them back. So yeah, it's been very good. It's been very good. Unfortunately, a lot of people are afraid to come to my office because of the fact that they just don't want to go outside. And I understand mm. that. You know, it's been really hard here in New York because a lot of people have died here. Uh, and a lot of people have uh, gotten sick here and are still sick. And and so people are very concerned about it here. I don't see many people doubting the existence of the of, of the virus here in New York because we've had so much so much experience with it. But uh, but there are people out there that uh, that uh, are 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 stepping up to the the healer role like myself and and helping people to get over their fears and it's good. It's what good is job. your secret to staying balanced? My secret is is really keeping an eye on my own inner uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. And we all we all kind of. We have this outside person that we project to the rest of the world, and that's not who we are. Who we are is what's going on inside and how we react to that more so. So, yeah, I get temptations to, to go into fear. I get temptations to go into um, other places that I'm not comfortable. And, and most of the time, my way of responding to that is to observe that and to see that and to honor it because it's a, it's a piece of me. Even though it's not the piece that I choose to follow at this moment, it's still a piece that's there. It's there to save me. It's there to protect me. It's there to keep me safe. So I understand it, and I'm grateful for it, and this is not the time for it. Mm, mm. That's simple. We're so lucky to have you on the show, and I feel so blessed to be with both of you. I really do. So, um, yeah. So can we take callers now? Um, yeah, I wanted um, to make a comment. I wanted to make a comment on what Jim said. Um, I don't know if okay. if you stated it. I know Jim, you said, um, well, your intro is being a healer. You are a phenomenal acupuncturist and healer as well. I mean, it goes beyond just you know sticking the needles in. But I want to make yeah. a comment about the mind-body connection, and it's an awareness that I've actually started to integrate into my life coaching techniques and that's and it's something that especially during the pandemic i've seen in so many people is that they're so busy worrying and they're so busy in their head that they've lost that connection to their body and jim mm-hmm. I, I would assume in what in in what you're doing every body ache and every body pain um it means something there's there is a um, it's more than just, oh, I stubbed my toe yesterday. Um, it's more what's stuck in there, what's, what emotions are yeah. stuck on an energetic level um, that we or, need or, to free up. Is that not true? Yeah, or even, you know, what meridian is attached to that toe that will help me to process what it is that I'm working on. Because the, the toe, the little toe that you might stub, actually has a meridian attached to it, the bladder meridian that, that controls the whole back of your body. And so if that meridian is in need of treatment from the little toe of, uh, area, you might stub your little toe and not even understand why. And I remember, first of all, I remember telling you the story that I was getting acupuncture one day, and they hit a spot on to the right of my left um, lung, sort of like in the T area. And, Uh um, and when she hit, when she inserted that needle, 
a voice inside of me said, oh, you noticed me. And I immediately uh, knew that was, you know, either my inner child yeah. or some inner um, energy. Yeah. And it was so elated that I was on cloud nine, I would say, for um, two weeks, literally, just hearing and having that inner connection with myself. And when I told you that right. story, what meridian did you tell me that was? That's the lung meridian. Exactly. And what issues do I have? Grief, letting go. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, what health issues? Oh, health issues? You're, you're, you're an asthmatic. Right, right. And what meridian would that tie in with? Right, exactly. Uh, and and how yeah. many times have you worked on me and I'll say mm-hmm. something or you'll touch something and I'll go, oh, that's the spot. And then you'll say, oh, yes. well, that's a conjuncture of the lung meridian or something like that. And yeah. you're working yeah. on my nose or something. You know, you're working on an area that's <laughs> totally unrelated to the area yeah. that's being treated. So there's definitely something very, very important with the mind-body relationship. And what I'm really working with a lot of my clients with now is just noticing when you have a pain, instead of ignoring it, just shift your focus to it and just be with it for for a minute. And even if you start asking your question, you know, some questions like I do with the inner child work, like, you know, what do I need to see or what's here or um, you know, what do you need or whatever it is? Um, it's a very, very powerful way to start breaking up those blockages. And what I also see in so many of my clients these days is they're walking around like um, zombies, like robots, mm-hmm. because, and right. Joanna, you said it. I mean, it's out of fear. People are mm-hmm. so afraid mm-hmm. that they've shut down so many parts of themselves that you know, that, that a lot of the work either that Jim does with doing, he's focusing on the physical body and working with you and I'm working with the psyche and now I'm focusing on the body. You, okay. I have to disagree with you because Chinese listen, there is no body mind separation. There never was because we didn't ever have Descartes in the Chinese world. So the mind and body are the same. So I don't treat the body, I treat the person. And I think that's great. But I think our society yeah. kind of, or our, um, uh, well, certainly our our medical profession treats the body. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I think, well, I think they, that they, our, they, go ahead. They, they treat both. They, but they treat them separately. So you have the the psycho things, you know, psychogenic and the and the uh, the things that are that are psychosomatic on one side, and then you have the real physical things on the other side. And they see the two as being separate. So if if for example a doctor is looking at, looking over and can't find a cause for whatever it is you're complaining about, they assume it's psycho psychogenic or psychosomatic and send you off to the psychiatrist. Right. You know. So the, the, there's this bridge, this divide between the two. But that didn't exist there for every medicine that's existed over time. Exactly. And, I mean, that's a wonderful thing that um, the Eastern um, medicine, or I don't even know if it's called medicine. um, It is, yeah, it is. But I think I remember you telling me that the doctors in, you know, I don't know if it was China or whatever country, 
are paid to keep you healthy. And when you're sick, yes. they don't get paid that's because right. they've, they've messed up. Uh-huh. And, and to me, that's, exactly. a, you know, I mean, I'm using the mind body concept loosely, meaning that unfortunately, I think so many of us are just so, so much in our head that we're forgetting the body. Um, and, and you're yeah. already doing looking at the whole person. And I've actually started to do that in my work as well, because typically I was working with the emotions, the emotional body when I do life coaching. And, um, right. you know, even when I do psychic readings, you know, I'm trying to reach a person and get them to get an understanding of, of what's going on. But I've shifted a bit to include the body in, in the whole nice. search for peace, you know, inner Good peace work. and happiness. And yes. it is working, yes. and and clients are really excited about it. That's great. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, so yeah. I'm happy Good with work. that. And Joanna, you're you're going to be one of my test um, people. Yay! <laughs> I'm excited. I have a thought. I have a thought in nice. that I'm going to be talking to you about regarding that. Oh, good. Yes. Good. 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 I can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear. I love your thoughts. Well, thank you. Give me your thoughts. I love it. And we're excited. We're really excited to have you here. We really are. Because Joanna really did start this show with me like 12 years ago. And here she is, back again. Yes. yes. (laughs) So great to be back. It really, really is. It's it's an honor, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Um, I've had so many crazy experiences we can talk about uh a little bit later but um this is uh this is uh, where i feel i belong tonight so um well, this thank is great you. thank yeah, you yeah um so at what point i'm excited to take callers i know i keep bringing it up but what do you think are we can we take a caller we could definitely take a caller and then i think okay. jim and i want to talk a little bit about um, seances and hauntings and stuff because after all it is tomorrow is Halloween or Samhain and I really also want to talk about the veil being so thin you hit on it um, in your opening Joanna and it was part of what I wanted to talk about as well because I'm already I, I'm a trained medium and mm. I I am already getting messages from the other side and some of them for me in my life are being, are really earth shattering in a good way. I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, it's exactly what I need to hear. Um, And it's greatly enhanced my awareness of certain things. So I, I urge people to take Joanna's advice and really listen, listen carefully. I mean, open yourself up. This is a perfect time to meditate, to do any kind of, you know, ritual or whatever, and just allow those messages to come through. And the way I do it is I just open, I don't know how I do it, to be honest, but I just open myself up. I mean, I was on a call recently, and I was asked the question, um, how do you, how do you be, what do you do to be a medium? And I said, I don't know, Jim, you would probably be able to explain it better than me because you helped train me in that. And it's really about just being able to connect with energy. I just open, open the door and I just let, and I have them line up 
and or I or what I used to do when I used to actually do medium work professionally is my clients would give me just the first name of the person that they wanted to reach and I would literally make an appointment with that person so I knew when the appointment came from my client that that soul would be ready to talk but they I've learned that they're ready as soon as I make contact with the person the client the soul that they need comes in but the veil is thin this is this is the time to make the connection and that we could all learn and grow from what the messages are from the other side absolutely so, absolutely. so absolutely. other than that i mean jim and i want to talk a bit about it but if you want to jump in and start taking calls i certainly don't mind doing that okay right, so i mean let's... i would yes i wanted to tell a couple of my experiences we can do that after or i can do it now whatever well, whatever you tell us some of your experiences i would like to hear it well, I I had a boyfriend that died, and that was very traumatic for me. And one night, I'm asleep, and Robbie comes into my bed, and he was there. And I I was told, Robbie was very handsome, but at the end of his life, you know, he began to deteriorate. And I was told that when, when if they come to you, they look the best that they can look. You know, so he came in my bed looking amazing. And um, I knew it was a visitation. And I said, Robbie, is that you? If it's you, squeeze my hand three times. He squeezed my hand three times, and when I woke up, my hand was excruciatingly painful. I mean, it, I was in so much pain. I had an actor come over the next day, and he asked for water, and I was crying. I said, I can't open the bottle. And I told him what happened. And then my mom, uh, who um, Lady Fontaine knows and, and, uh, and people love. that know me know, right. know how and important her mother is to me, yeah. uh, I lost my mom. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and um, oh. she's come to me. And that, that's, you know, been um, a blessing. It's been amazing, you know. And um, I just I want more of it. You know, I really want more of it. So... Anyway, um, let's take a call and we can go back. To, we can go back to. All right. All right. Um, if I talk to you later, Joanna, I, I think your mom wants to come through. So we'll, we'll we'll either do work on the air or we'll do it privately. But I'm getting the okay, tone and I'm yeah. already sitting here feeling your mom. So, uh -oh. uh, you know, we'll see where it leads. But let's let's take our first caller and, and go from there. Okay, let me repeat right. the number one more time. It's 563-999-3497. Okay, who's our first caller? Okay, so I'd like to introduce Laura. Hi, Laura. Laura? Hi. Laura, are you here? Yes, hi. hi. Well, What's your question, Laura? Okay. Yeah, what do, you, what do you want to talk about? So I've been feeling really stuck for a number of years, and I, I'm trying to get a job, and I want to move out of this apartment. I want to get settled into a house, and I have no idea where I'm going to move to. I'm thinking in North Carolina or South Carolina. I just wonder what you see for me. I need I need something to happen positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah so where are you I, now? I'm in New Jersey. You're in New Jersey. So you're heading south. That's what I'd like to do. I'll swap with you if if you have a big so yard. 
<laughs> what do you do for a living, Laura? Uh, what do you do for a living? What do you train in? Training and change management. Okay, change management. Cool. And training. Training, too. And training. Oh, so you train people. Well, you know, so I develop training programs, and sometimes I implement them. I might be uh-huh. managing other vendors and things like that, like the project for the training implementation. I see. So are you looking to get a – this is Lady Fontaine. So are you looking to get a job down in one of the Carolinas and physically locate there, or is that something you could do remotely? Well, I I was hoping to um, do a remote, you know, until COVID's over and then move. I just – I just want to get out. I'm not really, I don't feel like I fit in this state, to be honest with you. And I'm looking for a whole new change. And cheaper cost of living, cheaper taxes, just everything. I want it to be more in alignment with who I am. And this isn't for me. All right. Let me me give you a few observations. And I'm going to tell you right off, the only thing that's holding you back right now is you. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Um, you know, when we, and then I'm going to tell you what I see, but when we want something and when we feel, remember what we said at the beginning of the show, to focus on what you have and to be grateful for that and what it feels like you're, you're doing is, and I don't mean this exactly the way it's going to say, but it's the easiest way I could say it. It's almost like running from what you have now because it's not fulfilling you and looking at you know, North Carolina or South Carolina is being a whole change. What I would really want to propose to you is start now, start making those changes now. And it's not about, you know, where you're living. It's about all what's going on in your head. Um, and what I feel, and this is like sometimes a hard concept for people to really get, but when we want something, and I feel that you really want this, you really truly want it, and you see North Carolina or South Carolina as being such an answer for you, um, what I really suggest is work on you and do that inner work and stop wanting it. Sort of open yourself up to the universe. Put it out there. This is where I feel I, I would be best suited and trust that process and how it sort of unfolds for you. Leave that up to the universe because it feels like you've got almost like the way it's almost coming through, you know, almost like a project plan or something, you know, like a step process. And life doesn't always unfold that, that way. And I feel that's where you start to develop, to develop some frustration. But on the real plus side of things, I actually do see an opportunity for you. The irony is they're not located in New Jersey. They're not located in the Carolinas. I'm seeing it in either the real southern states, Florida, could even be in Texas. I'm not sure. Um, and I'm guessing after the pandemic that so many people are going to be working from home for, you know, working remotely for a long time. And even when the pandemic's over, I think we've kind of gotten used to being able to do 90% of our work remotely. And I do see that ability for you to do that. Now, there's going to be obviously times that you would need to be in the office to wherever that office is. But I'm very drawn to Florida, to the south part of Florida for you, for you as far as job. I'm not saying you have to move there and or Texas for you. 
um, you know, to live in the Carolinas and go to either one of those locations a couple times a month, you know, to hop on a plane when things are better, um, mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, but there's, it's almost showing itself to me as um, peeling off right now. It's almost like it's a flower blooming. So I would say that the actual opportunity, you may be aware of it between now and the end of the year. Um, it almost feels like when you're, it's almost like you hear about a company or something and you inquire about that company and then a job opportunity actually manifests for you after. It's almost like somehow you're making contact with the company first and then the actual job opportunity opens up for you. So I would say that you actually are on the road to getting there. I'm just urging you so that you don't have delays is try not to, it, it's almost like, you know, what I'm feeling inside of you, almost like you hate being where you are. And, you know, it, it's, it's I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, it's a very fidgety feeling that I have um, of you, you know, being very anxious to, to make a move. And it's not bad to, you know, imagine yourself somewhere else or to, um, you know, envision it. But I, I want you to get out of the wanting mode, and I want you to get in, try to get into the trusting mode. Put it out there, trust in it, imagine it, and 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 it's going to unfold for you. Um, my guides keep saying you're getting in your own way here. Um, they are yeah. showing me, but yeah. I, I'll let you say what you need to say. But I just have one quick question. They are showing me an opportunity that either has manifested for you that felt like it wasn't. Um, like it was beneath you or something that it, it didn't feel like the right opportunity. Did something like that recently come through for you or an offer or a job interview or something that just felt like it was a step down rather than moving forward? Um, there's, there was some uh, short term contract, but it was really, really low, like really low. And it was mm -hmm. in New Jersey. And it was only for a couple of months. So that wasn't what I was looking for. And I don't want to be in New Jersey. I hate this state. Yeah, see, I, I know. And it's, and it's okay to want to be somewhere else. And I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying, but it's very hard to manifest when you're in that yucky, like, ugh, I hate being here mode. Yeah. You know, if you could sort of find that, that place of inner peace and, then this opportunity that I'm seeing, it's, it's, you're like a magnet to it. It will find you, and it will find you fast. But I urge you to look at companies that seem very appealing to you and start looking at their websites or, or you know, reach out to someone in HR because I, I see that contact with the company coming first and then that job sort of evolving for you. Um, what my guides are saying is that your your abilities and your talents are spot on. I mean, you will be very attractive to the right opportunity. Obviously, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, um, delays in things being able to move forward because of the economy. But I'm telling you, between now and the end of this year, you're going to know about the or you're going to be in touch at least with the um, with the ultimate company that you're going to be working for. But 
I, it, to me, it feels extremely promising. I'm going to say certainly by um, January or February, you're going to have either an offer or, you know, you're going to be in the middle of some heavy negotiations for a new position. Are you, I keep on seeing healthcare for some reason. Are, are, is, does that mean anything yeah. to you? Do you do this yeah. in the healthcare business? So I, I do. So I, I've applied to a healthcare insurance company and I applied to some pharmaceutical companies. So I do a lot of, um, I have a lot of experience with the, in the healthcare industry overall. So that makes oh. sense. Um, I actually know somebody who's the vice president of something in healthcare. Um, I don't know if she's listening or if she's, um, I'm, I'm looking to see if her number's up here. I don't see her number here, so she's not waiting online. Um, can you stay on the line? I mean, would you mind staying on the line? And I'll get back to you when I can. If you don't mind giving me contact information, I might be able to hook you up with her. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Absolutely. I mean, she's Thanks. in charge of hiring. I know that they've cut back, and I know that this is not the prime time, but it's a small company. It's growing. And, you know, again, I don't know what your skills are or how it would, but, I mean, healthcare came to me, and when you validated it, she's that's what she does, and she's a really close friend of mine. So stay on the line. Um, and and keep the faith, even if that doesn't come through. Some like when you said you contacted a healthcare insurance company, I immediately got ah, you know, like my whole body perked up. That feels like where you belong. Well, I'm open to relocating to Florida or Texas. I don't. It doesn't have to be the Carolinas. Um, I was just thinking it would be nice if it was. I just. I just want to go south, and I want to get out of here. <laughs> I don't like this place. Try, try not to be desperate about it, though. I mean, Jim, could you put it in different words that maybe she yeah. would get better? Because you have a softer way. I'm more direct. So, so, so as you're aspiring to make a change, the energy that you're putting out into the universe is the energy that the universe has to get through in order to get to you. And it's especially difficult when the energy you're saying is, I hate this. Okay? So what she's saying is, if you create a more, you know, look forward to your future instead of looking away from your the, the thing you want to get rid of. Look uh, forward to know. what it will be like in right. your future. And uh, and see and visualize what your potential or what your future should look like if, it, if, it's, if it's what you want. And, and make that a reality follow that okay. path instead of the path away follow the path towards see you're, you're running from laura and that's what scares me because when you run even if let, let's just assume i connect you with this person it's an ideal fit you get a job or that health care insurance company you applied to it all clicks um uh-huh. you're the sheer fact that you're running you're not going to find the peace and the happiness that you really deserve if you can find that peace in the chaos that you're yeah. existing in right now, then let me tell you, you, my guides keep showing me you're a magnet. It's going to come together for you so quickly. You need just a shift of perspective in your own head, and, I'm, and, and it's going to fall into place for you. 
Okay, that sounds. That makes sense. This is exciting, this connection. It does. I'm going to send positive energy that this works out for you, really. This this sounds really, really, really good. Thank you. Oh, it does. I'm feeling better just thinking about it. So you're good. 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 Okay. Good. Stay on the line, and if I get a minute, I'll come yeah. back. Otherwise, stay on the line till the end of the show, and and before the end of the show, I'll I'll get your personal info, or you know, however I'm, we will do whatever you feel comfortable. Or if you if you go to ladyfontaine.com, you could always shoot me an email. Okay. Well, I'll stay on. And, the and, and, and okay. Should we go to our next could, caller? Laura, no. Laura, Wait, one more that? thing. Laura, one more thing. I, I would really like it if you went in and and liked or follow uh, Lady Fontaine or I Have the Future, so that we can get a little more attention on the internet. Okay. Okay. That would help us a lot. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. I mean, if you could follow us, okay. I don't know if you're on Blog Talk Radio, but if you could click follow and also Facebook, if you're on Facebook or whatever, we're like definitely. Yeah, we definitely would appreciate that. Much, much appreciated. Oh, All the yeah. best. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. I'm putting you back on hold, but you can listen to the show. I'm sorry, Joanna, right. that I cut you off. Um, no, that's before okay. We take our okay. Next, before we take our next caller, can Jim and I talk a little bit about, you know, some of the topics for tonight, some of these spooky topics? Sure. All right. So... What a lead-in. Um, I'm know, having do, so much fun. <laughs> oh, usually it's me having all the fun doing all that. Um, you know, I know we want to talk about hauntings tonight, but I'm very drawn to talk about how thin the veil is right now um, between, yeah. you, you know, between those who have passed over. I mean, Joanna mentioned both Robbie and her mom, Anna. Um, you know, I, I had... to having you say whatever you know you want to say about that if you want to. All right. About um, mom and Robbie or mom. Well, you Robbie said you felt wasn't pretty- coming through at that moment, but when you were talking about your mom, so I might ask you just to talk about her a little bit and then let me just sort of reconnect with her energy. Okay. I loved my, I love my mother. My mother was a phenomenal actress, an incredible mom. And she was my big support system. And we did so much together. And I really believe in my heart I had never seen such a closer bond between a mother and a daughter. And um, she did a one-woman show about her life, which was really beautiful. 
I mean, she knew Marlon Brando. She went to school with uh, all the, you know, greats. And, and Walter Matthau was her first boyfriend. And late, she actually did the show for Lady Fontaine in, in her living room. Ah. She, Lady Fontaine got amazing. to see um, the magic of my mom. You know, mom did so many amazing uh, television and, and uh, Broadway shows and films and and everybody loves Raymond and and uh, the Sopranos and tons of tons and tons of of things she did and and she taught me so much and um, I miss her every day and it's really hard. I know. I mean, thank you know you're so fortunate that your mom lived. I mean, she what she was 91 when she passed away. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean my. You're so fortunate. Trust me. I, I mean, know. my mom passed away when I was in my twenties. So, um, and I and I saw your relationship with your mother, and she was a sweetheart. Um, I I I don't know why I was thinking about it today, and I mentioned it to you the other day when we were coming back from dinner. We had gone to some restaurant in New York City. I forget where we went. And on the way back, your mother was so emphatic. She wanted to stop at this store. So we stopped at the store and she got cookies. Yeah, she got cookies and she got a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, And I was thinking to myself, you know, I mean, the typical mom who wants to, you know, be the perfect hostess and everything. But even when you were giving me acting lessons, I remember her coming into the room and she was gung-ho and so psyched and so excited about everything. I mean, she was the cheerleader of all cheerleaders. She truly was. Um, I personally don't know what she passed away from, but um, my guides are giving me heart, and I I don't know if she had a heart-related issue or if that's heart because of the heart connection that you guys had. But it's funny. When you said Walter Matthau, um, my guides were saying Maddie. Did she ever call him that? Not, Not that I know of, but maybe. Um, you know, the, I mean, they had a long history together. Um, um, did did she do a movie with him? Um, like, I don't know, within the past, I don't know when he even passed away, but it feels like within the past 20 or 30 years. Did she do a movie with him? She did a movie, but it was it was a little bit before that. She did a movie... Um, it was coincidental that they were in the same movie, The Taking of Pelham 123, but they oh. both met on the set again. Like, he didn't, oh. there was nothing. I remember. Yeah. She was on the train. She was the the woman yeah, on the train. Exactly. I remember exactly. that. And Walter Matthau was in that movie. That I don't. He was. Yeah, and Jerry Spiller, Robert Shaw was a great. When they when they remade it with Denzel Washington, I went in, uh, right. talked to them to say, could I play my mother's role? And uh, they yeah. got very excited about it, but then they didn't do it. They shouldn't have remade uh, that movie. It was, you know, so good. It, but, yeah, um, it was a great movie. Anything, I really enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, is there anything Mom wants to tell me? Um, there's a couple things. Um, she, uh, some of this stuff just feels a little bit personal, but uh, I'm going to mention this one thing that I keep on hearing, and I don't know if this is an expression or if she's telling me something about what you're saying. Um, my gut feeling is in some way she used some words like this, but and it, they're, they're not any major words, but I keep on hearing so sweet. 
Um, did she, was that a, a term or terminology that she ever used? And I also see, um, it's a weird color combination. It's like red and purple. Um, were, were those were those colors meaningful to her in any way? She had a purple dress that I just loved. I would love when she wore this dress. Um, it was a purple dress, yeah. And um, she loved red, too. She had a red shawl she loved. Oh, okay. Um, as far as the so sweet, is that did, did she ever say that? Was that terminology that she used at all? Well, she loved sweets. I mean, you remember she oh. had to get those... Yeah, she loved, loved, loved sweets. Oh, oh, wow. Um, that's actually resonating with me in some way. All right, just give me a minute. You guys talk. Let me just zoom in on her energy, and then I'll come back with what she wants to say. Yeah. So what are we talking? What are we talking about? We're going to talk about you know how thin the the veil is, you know, and and I really, uh, I think. Uh, I was told, you know, we need to ask for them, you know, like I need to say, Mom, come to me with guidance. You know, they're not, a lot of times they won't just come. Like when Robbie came to me, um, there was a, a psychic that told me, you're going to get a visitation really soon. So I was open to it, you know, and, but when it happened, it scared me because he was there. I mean, 100% yeah. <laughs> there. And wanted to actually. So that was, I'm like, I don't think so. But, um, but anyway, that was the experience, you know. But, you know, my mom, that's been the hardest thing. The hardest, All right. hardest yeah. thing. All right. I want to sure. say a few things. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really want to mention your sister's name, but she did um, bring up your sister. And um, she is saying something about her being ready. Um, is there, is she like on the um, like crossroads of some major decision in her life? I think so. Um, she's saying that she's ready. Um, and she just wanted to pass that information on. She also told me that there's, a, there's another chapter of her one woman story. And you're going to be getting you're it's almost it's it's almost like channeling in some way or maybe i'm going to help you figure this out i'm not sure how she's going to give it to you but there's a there's a she's calling it a final chapter of her story and she's also saying to me that um you should i don't, I don't know if this is a movie or if this is like she did a a play or something Almost like you, like you, when you said even about poem one, two, three, about playing her role, she's showing me play that role and I will give you that final chapter. So there may be something in that. Um, does that resonate with you at all or is it anything you've ever thought of? She always wanted me to do a one woman show and I had no huh. interest, but she always um, wanted me to do a one woman yeah. show. My, my, she, my passion is the camera. That's why I moved to L.A. You know, I'm not passionate about doing a one-woman show, but maybe she's trying to tell me to, you know, to to bring some of her strengths that she had. I don't know. Or, or I don't um, know. See, she's showing me. You know, let me put it to you this way. Somehow, if it's through me, through yourself, through inspiration, there's a there's a chapter that was unwritten that she wants written. 
it may give you inspiration for a movie. It may give you inspiration for something else. And I actually see that uh, instead of you doing a one, a one woman show, um, somehow taking that story and there was one heck of a story behind her one woman show and making that into a movie, but she has a final chapter that is going to be given to you. If it's, if I channel it, if you channel it, however it's given, there's a final chapter. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, That's and she's she's showing me um, now. I know you do the 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 um, acting coaching, but is, did she ever coach anybody, like mentor anybody other than you? Um, because she's showing me that she's doing that in you know wherever yeah, she did. She did whatever a lot of that's it. called. Yeah, she's showing me that she's doing that, um, and she's telling me that there's a tremendous purpose. And her doing it and a tremendous purpose in you doing it. And you are finding that purpose. And it's a very deep-seated purpose within you. It's almost like it's an eye-opener or uh, an awakening in you by doing the, the, the coaching. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very. Uh, and I would guess right now you're not doing much. but And I know you were doing a lot of work in, in – we're in Dallas. Were you going – Oh, Houston, Houston. Oh, well, Houston. I was doing producing. You know, I'm doing my acting, my coaching, and my producing. Those three things. There, she's showing me a whole nother area of opening up in the coaching. I don't know if you're doing coaching in L.A., but there's still going to be another area. So you're going to be drawn to either someone's going to ask you to come in to do something or somehow you'll be drawn to a, another area. To me, it feels more on the East Coast, I would say somewhere between, you know, New York and I don't know why this is coming to me, like Pittsburgh or Columbus, you know, somewhere in New York, Pennsylvania or Ohio, um, there's going to be a hub. And, and I'm sure those aren't big, you know, movie. Well, New York is. But other than that, you know, I can't see these being big movie, you know, production areas. But um, you're going to be drawn to one of those areas and start something if it but it feels like it has to do with the coaching and the acting classes so it might start with an offer to do a seminar workshop something and it's going to grow from that Mm -hmm. I'm more interested in my acting career you know than the coaching but well um, I can't control what comes through um, no, I you know, know and, I know. And obvious, and you know, there, the other aspect right now, and, and clearly we're talking to your mom right now. This isn't really a psychic reading. Um, and these are things that your mom is sharing with me. Um, if you right. want to ask me about your career, I mean, I don't want to hog the whole show doing, you know, no, I didn't want to ask about that. No, but no, that I, I, do, I know. Right. No, that, the, the coaching has led led to a lot of other stuff, you know, and, 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 and that will, and your mother shows me things opening up and it will be east of where you're like northeast of where you're currently, like in Houston, where you have a big following and stuff. There's going to be another hub in the northeast for you. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, she was quite the force and she still is. And I'm going to really make use of this time where, you know, the veils are are thinner, you know, where I can talk and, and, and make a connection. And she's also showing me, and I'm wondering if I got the name wrong before when I said Maddie, because she's showing me Marty. Um, 
Does that name mean anything to you, or did that mean anything to her? Well, she had a dear friend named Marty. Oh, are they alive still, or are they gone? No, gone. Gone. There's something important about that relationship or that friendship. Um, mm-hmm. Very important. I mean, very important. And, and and I don't know what it is yet. And even if I knew, I, I don't think I would share it on the air. But it's very, very important. And there's something she wants to, um, we'll have to do this offline. There's something she wants to share about that friendship or relationship. Is Marty a, fem- a male or female? Actually, Marty is a, it's, he's a uh, very well-known actor. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's, there's something. Were they in the middle of some sort of collaboration of sorts or something like that or, or at some point? Um, it, kind feels, kind it feels like um, something. And, 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 and I'm not sure if ultimately that, whatever it was that they were working on or whatever, um, that, that it's, it feels like something's pushing that project into reality. And I don't know if that has anything to do with you, if someone else is working on it. Um, but it feels like whatever they collaborated on or worked on doesn't feel like it's ended. It feels like there's something um, being born out of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, I, I don't know if that's... That. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's enough of, of dealing with Anna, but certainly, um, you know, she, I believe if you open up to her, you'll get, you'll get answers. And some of which I think she may clarify in greater detail. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. So I wanted to talk more about instead of really showing it, because for me, I can communicate with the other side at any time. But I want to give an example that happened to me. Um, And I've had a rough few years with um, uh, a neighbor spraying Roundup when my dogs were outside. And I lost uh, three generations of dogs. Um, So... But the last dog that I lost, and again, I'm losing them at four and five years old. I mean, they're babies. Um, But the last dog that I lost, um, I was actually having a conversation with somebody totally unrelated to anything, but Coco started to come through. That's how thin the veil is. And this was this week. Um, totally unrelated conversation and some very profound messages um, from Coco came through that have really changed my life. They were that um, profound. And some things um, I, I, I jotted down that your mom said that I'll tell you offline um, okay, good. that, that you. are the same, you know, earth shattering kinds of stuff. Um you know, they it and but I do feel she can tell you as well. She really can. Well, I'm anxious to talk to you after the show, so that'll be good. Um, All right. So, so but I do, but I do want to talk about, and and I'm really going to turn to Jim on this. Jim, do you know the history behind how we know that the the veil is so thin on Halloween? Well, um, All Hallows Day, which is November first. That's All Saints Day. Um, uh, is is actually not just for saints, but it's it's for uh, anyone who has passed. And and so many cultures have taken that to mean that this is the time where the 
the the dead return to their place that they're that they're <laughs> they return to the place that they're uh uh comfortable with and and visit the people of uh, of their community or their home and and see what they can what they can uh uh how they can help or just you know just connect with people in general so in in for example in 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 Mexico the day of the dead it's it's this time of year also and and they go actually go out into the cemeteries and have a feast along with you know uh ritually speaking along with the their their past ancestors and that gives them a chance to uh to connect again with with people who have passed on and it's kind of a nice thing i mean you know it's really great to 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 remember and memorialize people who you've been connected with in the past so I, I recommend that as a as a as a ritual. Just uh, you don't have to go out to a cemetery necessarily, but if it's available, it's even nicer because you're really connecting directly with what's left of that person. And uh, and to uh, to just spend some time in remembering. Um, and you might find that that there's a connection that happens that is uh, easier this time of year than it has been in the past. I mean, this is the time of year of 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 uh of moving transitioning towards the the latter part of of the year and the latter parts of our lives metaphorically speaking because the year and even the day is is like a life uh the winter being the, the nighttime uh and the the period when we actually move on to the next uh life or whatever that happens after this one so um um, this is the time of year when when it's especially easy to connect with those people and to actually make some real real communication. At least that, that's been my experience. How about you, Joanna? Uh, I, I think the same thing. I mean, I I, I um, well, I'm going to do since this is a, a power. We also have the blue moon. You know, it's extra powerful. So I'm going to oh, yeah. do some big meditating. I've been doing that yeah. already. You know, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to look. I look for signs, too, you know, um, mm-hmm. and that that kind of leads me, you know, like I'll ask for a sign yeah. and then I'll get in, in the car and I'll hear my mom's favorite song, you know, um, and and that, that'll be like, oh, okay, mom, you're with me, you know, or I'll get panicky mm-hmm. on the road and I'll hear her one of her songs that, that her and I used to sing together, you know, and I'd be, okay, uh-huh. Mommy, you're with me. That's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. You know. do, do, you, do you find that happens more often this time of year, or it's just doesn't no, no difference? I have to pay more attention to really answer that, you know. Oh, I am um, going to see. I'll let you know after. <laughs> I, I, have to, okay. I have to see. Yeah, That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when Robbie came to me. I don't remember, you know. Um, uh, when Mom came to me one time, I, you know, my my body went into the living room. Like I just, I felt myself going into the living room, and I said, and then I saw her by the um, by the counter, and I said, "Mommy," and then she was gone. So uh, I, you know, I mean, I I didn't leave my bed, but my whatever it's yeah. called, astral. Travel. I don't know what Astral it's called. projection, yeah. Astral you projection. Have you been practicing that? I, have you been I, practicing this never that? happened to me. That happened to me only once. <laughs> nice. And if you practiced it, you might be able to actually cultivate that as a skill. That'd be interesting. 
you know, uh, yeah. that'd be really I, interesting. I, I want to ask one question because as you're saying that, um, I'm, I'm picturing, and I think I remember seeing it, but I don't know why this, I, I keep on seeing this image. Um, remember where we used to sit in your parents' living room, like at, um, say, like when you walk into the room, it would be on the left side of the room, closer to the windows. Yeah. Okay. So on the diagonally across, I see a, a chair. It's a light fabric chair with a round, a dark round wood table next to it. That's right. Um, I don't know why I keep seeing it. I forgot even what your living room, what your parents' living room looked like. But was that your mom's chair? Was I feel it's your dad's chair. But for some reason, when you were talking about your mom, I saw that table and chair. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is dad's chair. I thought it were... felt like a male energy. But why would why is your mom showing me that? Well, she was so protective. She was like, "That's dad's chair. Don't sit in that." Uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. So she, um, you know, she she said that she would always right. be so protective. Yeah. All right. I don't know why it popped in my head when you said over at the counter because everything in my body was saying chair, chair, table, chair. Um, and was that like a, 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 like, I don't know, a light gray or beige or something chair with like a design on it or something, the fabric? Well, you know, they've ch- I think so. They've changed it. The, they've changed it a few times. So I think so. Um, All right. I can't I, I, again, I don't know why I'm seeing it. And, is there a picture of you on that table? Um, because I do see a picture frame, and whatever that is in that picture is of great importance. Yeah, see, it's hard to, I think so, but it's hard to remember the living room from back then. You know what I mean? But even, if um, she might even be showing me now. Um, try not to let time, because in spirit there's no time. Um, right. Do you know if there's a picture frame? It, it's di- It's a it's vertical. It's not horizontal. The picture frame. Yeah, there's a picture. Yeah, there's a picture of like me a when I was on the frame. series. On All right, the and it looks series. like a, it looks like a dark picture frame. Do you know if it is? It is a dark picture frame. Yeah, I don't know why it's important, but it's important. I see it. Well, that was a, a thing in my career when I was doing the series with Nick Nolte. So. That, and that's recent. You know, maybe she was saying she was proud of that. I don't know. Well, we'll see when we talk later what comes up with that. But for some reason, that flashed. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. No, no, that's, that's, that's okay. okay. Shall we get to our next guest? Yes, yes I think that's great. Caller. Yep, okay. Okay, let's talk to Patricia, okay? Yep. Hi, hey, Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Oh, hi. How are you all Welcome. doing? Thank you for taking my call. Sure, yeah. Yes, how are yeah, you how today? You doing? I'm doing well. Um, my question initially was going to be about finances, but I've changed it. Um, it's about love. And I want to know, um, when do you see um, true love? Um, it's been um, two and a half, almost three years since I was in a long-term relationship. And um, I welcome love. So when do you see love long-term for me? Uh, all right. I guess that's well, for me to answer. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to jump in. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I want to hear what you're going to say, and then that gives me more time yeah. to scan forward reading her so, energy. Okay. 
So, Carrie, how's your love life now? What's going on? I'm oh, sorry, Carrie. I'm sorry, Patricia. Um, I'm, I've been dating off and on, uh, more so last year before yeah. the COVID uh, come in, um, particularly this one um, guy at work. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I've been dating him off and on, um, and that's just about it. Um, we tend to so, connect, and then um, and then things kind of calm down, and then we reconnect again. Right. So, so you've you you've been kind of holding on to that relationship and allowing it to keep to satisfy your your needs while you're waiting for the real thing to happen. Is that it? That sounds about true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a hard place to be, isn't it? It's like you're neither here nor there. Right, and um, mostly due to COVID, I'm not really out meeting, um, you know, yeah. you're not out able right. to get out to meet a lot of people. And I don't really do online, um, but this Edward is a, a nice guy, but he's a very busy, busy man. Um, and, and, um, and then I don't know, <laughs> but he's, he's so okay. What, what's, 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 what don't you like about him? Because you're, you're not making a commitment to him. You're, you're kind of, um, oh, I think she likes him. I do think she likes him. It's just he's uh, not—he's not stepping up to the plate and not, uh, you know, stepping into the role of what she wants. Is that not true, yeah. Patricia? Uh-huh. That is true. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I think uh, that if she—if he did, she would be open to wherever it, it would go. But I don't know that. You know, there, there's a. I don't believe that we just have one soulmate or one person that's made for us or whatever. But there are certain relationships that are more fruitful. And honestly, when two people click, um, I, I think they click. You know, and I do feel on some levels you guys click. But he, he, a, he doesn't feel like he's in a place where he's ready or willing or able to make a commitment and it feels like your relationship started on a very casual level and it kind uh-huh. of stayed there um, rather than, you know, sometimes it's like crazy when you meet somebody, but I'm, I'm going to tell you a lot of times when people come to me with this, Oh, it's so phenomenal. And, you know, we're, we're planning our wedding on the second date. Those things fizzle fast as well. So, you know, building that strong foundation off of friendship is a great thing. He just doesn't feel like he's ready to make a commitment, but it does feel enjoy. When I say enjoyable, I'm not talking intimate. I'm just talking about you guys seem to have fun and it seems like it's a very fruitful relationship when you guys are together, but it is, there's a cap on it. And the way I see the cap, it's like midway to what you really want. True. True. Yeah. So looking forward in your energy, um, Again, I'm going to give you the same advice that all of us have said numerous times before is, um, you know, keep yourself open and try to try to really have that inner um, connection with yourself. I mean, first and foremost, as a general rule, we all have to really learn how to honor ourselves and keep that focus on ourselves, because when we turn that focus to the outer world, 
we're, we're, I don't know if this is a word, disempowering ourselves, but we're taking our power away and we're giving it to someone else. And I do feel in a relationship, you tend to do that. Is that not true? Somewhat, yes. But in any event, on the plus side, um, there's actually two men, two two potential men that I'm seeing in your future. And again, with the pandemic, it's very difficult right now for me to give timeframes on stuff. But um, my gut feeling is that by April, March, April, May of next year, um, it almost feels like um, somebody you meet through either um, some sort of business or some sort of professional meeting. It, it feels like it's starting on a more professional. I mean, it could even be, um, I, I don't know if it's career related or if it's, you know, you hire somebody to do a job and then you guys actually get to know each other. But I'm going to say that what I was talking about before about those two personalities that really truly click um, I'm seeing that potential. Yeah, it's coming strong. It's almost not a potential. It's almost a reality. But right now in the pandemic, everything's a potential. Um, you know, I see that as potentially really connecting and really soaring into um, a, a, you know, a very close, um, committed relationship. What my guides say is that you really, you, are going to be in control of where that relationship goes. The irony is I do see someone else and the other person my guides keep on saying is what I would call um, either a soulmate or that you're destined to meet that person. Still feels like it's quite, not quite a bit in the future, but it's a couple of years down the road. It, I would say between two and three years down the road, you're going to meet somebody who is literally going to knock your socks off. I mean, you know, like when you meet somebody and you feel like you've known them forever and you just gel with that person. And it, it, it very frequently isn't necessarily somebody who shares all of the same, you know, interests that you have, but the foundation of who you are, you're just going to really get each other. Um, I, I do feel there's a very strong potential that you're going to be involved with that first person I mentioned, and then the second okay. person is going to come into the picture. And what you do with it, I don't, I mean, you know, we all have free choice. I'm not sure what okay. you're going to do with it, but you're going to recognize that the second guy is truly, you're going to feel it in every cell in your body that this second person is the right person for you. Um, or feels like it's the right person for you. Again, we all have free choice. There's no right or wrong answers. I think everything is a learning experience. But, um, you know, you, you do have a bright future with relationships. The one thing I do want to say, you mentioned that you're not doing online dating. I immediately got a, a, a stop sign there, and I'm reading that to mean don't do it. Um, I, I've actually had a lot of clients lately that are telling me about all these scams they encounter and that people aren't who they say they are online. So I think it's really gotten crazy, maybe more so in the pandemic, but you're the mm -hmm. first person I've seen a stop sign with. So I would urge you not to go online. I don't feel it would be fruitful for you. So, I mean, I know things can be lonely and difficult in the middle of a pandemic. And, and I think that, 
goes for many relationships and many people right now. Um, but if you could just hold out a bit longer um, in the spring of next year, you're going to meet this first guy. And it, honestly, it's it's a really nice relationship, Patricia. It really is. Um, but I'm not sure what you're going to do when you when you meet this other guy. I mean, you know, if it were me, I, you know, I, I don't know what I would do. It, it really all depends on it isn't me. So you have to make that choice. But you're going to see that it's magical, that second relationship. So in the meantime, what I would highly suggest is um, I know you said that it's been a while since you really, except for this guy that comes in and out of your life, um, to the best of your I mean, ability. We, 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 we do. We, we, we maintain a, a, a friendship. So that's consistent, um, but nothing else. Um, if, if, and if it, it felt like it felt like it was based on friendship. So mm -hmm. that's good that, you know, friends, you can't buy friends. You can't. So to yeah. have that baseline of a friendship is great. But what were you going to say? He says what? Oh, no, I was going to say, but um, as far as anything else, um, we just, it seems to just not get over the hump, <laughs> you know, to move forward. And I guess I'm okay to a certain degree with that um, if he's not, um, you know, able to meet what I'm looking for. Um, I definitely enjoy his company as a friend um, and um, just being with him. He, he's, um, he's a very um, comforting type of gentleman. Um, so, and he makes me laugh. Good man, he is. And I think that the friendship part is is a wonderful thing, and it's really um, almost like a calming and supportive influence in your life. So treasure that, and that goes back to what we were talking about before: is try to treasure the things and appreciate and have gratitude for the things we have. If you're supposed to be together, it will evolve into that. What my guides are saying to me in order to really be able to draw in this first guy, the second guy, that's a couple years down the road, you're gonna that feels like destiny. And let me tell you, I've been doing this for a long, long time. And the, I could count on one hand the amount of times I said I've said to somebody that it feels like destiny. So the second person you're gonna meet no matter what, this first person that I still feel is a really outstanding supportive great great man that you're really going to click with and that you have the potential of having a great relationship with that could lead to more um i feel and jim could probably add to this in a in a less direct way than i'm going to say it but if you um sort of extract yourself from the hopes that you have with your friend and kind of accept that relationship for what it is um, okay. and leave yourself open for other opportunities. See, there's a part of you that yearns for more, but you're like I was talking earlier about being a magnet. You, you have this magnetic draw and pull back to the guy in your life right now with hope and wanting more. 
Um, and I don't know if you're even conscious or aware of it. I think you are based on what I see energetically, but if you're not, be aware, like, you know, sort of catch your thoughts and your, 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 um, you know, dreams and fantasies and stuff like that, catch those thoughts and, and identify them for what they are. But it's almost like you have to free yourself up from that want in order to really draw in guy number one that's that I feel you're going to meet in March, April of next year. But you've got opportunities out there. And the guy that you're with right now, I just feel it's great the way it is. It might not be what you want, but it is great the way it is. I agree. Yes, I do agree. Um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade it, even if it if it doesn't go anywhere. Um, you know, I appreciate the friendship. He, yes, he is very confident as a friend. So, yes, and and I'm and and do that. To really treasure that, and be try to find that inner contentment with what you have, rather than. You know, so this way you're leaving yourself open, but leave yourself open. I feel your heart in a way belongs to this guy and you really do want more. And again, um, if you, I don't know if you've listened to this show before, um, but if you have, you're going to often hear me talk about when you want something, you keep it away. Look at the meaning of want in any dictionary. It's lack of. So when you focus mm. on what you want, you're focusing on lack. And when you focus on lack, that's what you get. So in other words, if you're focusing on wanting somebody, the universe sends you more of wanting that person rather than having that person. Um, you know, it, it, it based on the law of attraction, based on whatever it is that's driving it, that's the way it works. So, Jim, do you have any, any other um insight into this i think i think you covered it quite well i have nothing new is coming up for me so i think all that's, right uh, all right no I, I i appreciate the um early input with patricia patricia is there anything sure. else because we do have to move on to other callers um there is one thing please there this and i don't know um god i don't know if i should bring it no, I'm not going to bring it up. There, there's nothing else. Thank you okay. so much. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Joanna? I said I'm excited for you. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. I'm excited, too. I am. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, and I have enjoyed this show thus far. This is my first time calling in. I would like to remain on the line, please. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And keep us posted and let us know, especially when you meet this new guy. I sure will. Thank All right. You. Take care, Patricia. Great. Let's Take go care. on to our next caller. Okay. Let's see what we've got here. Um, we've got, uh, oh, Lisa. Lisa, yeah. She, that looks interesting. Yeah, let's do Lisa. Lisa. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Oh, my God. Oh, what a gift. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How Thank are you, and what's your question? Well, on relationship, please. I um, have been to, with this 
person for years. And I talked with him yesterday. I'm, oh, man, I'm trying to make this as peaceful as possible between us. And it, it, there's a lot of complication in it. I, I want to leave if he's not going to be honest. And um, yesterday he told me that he was invested in the relationship. But I, I'm. Can you tell me what energy you're picking up on that, please? Could you give me What's a first name? name of of the person? Yeah. <laughs> Bob. Okay. Bob. Bob. Good. All right, and, I'm and, just looking uh, at the energy. Yeah. So, so, and you, how long have you been together with Bob? Years. In fact, when uh, the Let's see, Lady Fontaine and Joanne, Joanna. Yeah, yeah. Joanna. I I used to listen to you guys. You oh my God! Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Oh my God! Yeah. Now I I used to listen to you, and I don't know if I was listening in the beginning of your stint on Blog Talk, but I was listening to you. I remember you all. Mm. Oh, it's so nice to have you back. Um, I yeah, think I back. took a long hiatus from from doing this show, and then we've been doing it again for probably the past year or so. And Joanna was nice enough to to host, you know, be the host tonight, and I think she's doing a phenomenal job. So oh, we are very you. glad to have you back. Oh, thank you, Sarah. So, you Jim, you were. While I'm zooming in on her energy, are you? Do you have anything else that you wanted to ask her? Um, well, she said years and years. So you've been seeing Bob since before, since those days. Yeah. And yeah. We, we're we actually share a house right now, and um, we, we've we've always been very involved. But like I said, I had a discussion. Uh, last night with him and it's not like snap of the fingers you know all of a sudden you know we're in that discussion no 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 some things have been going um yeah you know, I don't know so he said he was invested in the relationship so I was just okay. wondering what energy you guys can pick up on that psychically please all right so he he is invested but I don't know that your idea of invested and his idea of invested are necessarily the same. In your energy, Lisa, it feels like invested means we've got a path to going somewhere and, and you know, making this more either more official or more permanent or whatever that next step is in your relationship. And his energy invested means he truly is um, in love. He truly cares he truly wants to see this work. But when I look at energy, I look at how the two energies overlap, and I also look at where they don't match up. And in, with you guys, where it doesn't necessarily match up is where this potentially could go. And the irony is it does feel like he does talk about next steps. It does. Is that true? I mean, I feel at times he's so in it, 
but then I feel at other times you feel so, um, I don't know if the right word is insecure or unsure of the relationship. And a lot of it, we did a show months ago on communication. And even though you guys obviously are able to communicate um, because you had the dialogue with him, it just feels like you're on separate paths when you communicate. Do you feel that with him? Oh boy. I'm so exhausted with all of this with him. I, I, I would just like to turn in the towel, you know, because of the exhaustion. I mean, it kills me. I told him it's like a knife through my heart when I don't know if you're being honest about what's going on with you and this relationship. And we're tied up together in a lot of financial stuff. And I would come out ahead if I left. Uh, some of it would come out even. But I, oh, man, it's just. And I do love him, you know, and I've told him that, and I do want to stay, you know, but, you know, if he's totally, totally like I am, you know, I would be totally here if I knew that he wasn't, you know, like one toe in and the rest out, you know, that kind of bullshit. I'm sorry. I cut. Oh, sorry. Wrong no, that's all right. <laughs> I think, I think we've heard worse and said worse, so that's okay. Um, yeah. You know, there's 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 different parts and different elements in, in his energy that show me different things. I believe he does love you and I believe he the word that's coming to me and we if you don't know what this word means, I'm gonna explain it to you, is that he's trying. And you know, in oh, psychology really? okay. when some when someone tries, they're gonna fail. You either do or you don't. And that's where he's not as definitive as you are. He really is trying, but he's got, you know, it's almost like he has to really work on himself to get himself to that point that he's really committed. I feel a lot. I don't know if there's still, if if he has ties to someone else or if he was, and I know you guys have been together for a long time, but it feels like there is someone else or there was someone else or he was married or there's some other commitment that he keeps on cringing about when I'm reading his energy. So was he married before you guys got involved or is he still legally involved, you know, married and not fully free? Oh, that's so interesting. Um, and we're on the radio too. So, you know, I'm going into a lot of private stuff. But um, let's see now. How do I say this? I know we've been together for many, many years. And I know more about him. And he's also told me that. And he's lived in the area that we live in for many, many, many more years than I have. And he said to me that I know more about him than most people. And I feel like I don't know a lot. And so um, what I do know is anything's possible. You know, Mm. there could have been a divorce. There could have been, uh, sometimes I've put pieces together and things that he's said and I've said, you know, I'm pretty transparent. I'm I'm like, you know, I work out with people in the park and I'm like, they know everything about me within five minutes. I'm just so transparent. But with him, I think he um, uh, uh, is very, careful you know with how he says it and who he says it to 
And I think half the stuff that I know about him would blow people's mind in this town. You know, they just think one thing about him where I know a lot of things. I know, you know, just stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Any answer to your question? I have no idea. You know, I don't know. You know, And, you maybe. know, I mean, what, what, what you just said, I think, is what I had said before about two separate paths. Um, and and that's the divide, and that's why, like you had said from the get-go, um, if you knew he was really in it, and he is for what he can do. You know, everybody's idea of being in something is different, but there is something that is so prominent in his energy that shows as fear and shows as being scorned and being hurt that, you know, I that and the sheer fact he hasn't, you know, after all these years, you don't know about it, um, just leads me to see that greater divide between the two of you. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to defer to Jim on this just from a, a male's perspective. But when I, I know I'm a very private person, but in a relationship, I'm very open. Um, when when a man has, I don't know if it's secrets or um, isn't ready and open to re- to reveal things. Energetically, to me, it feels like there's tremendous limits. I feel like an anchor holding it back from t- totally being fulfilled. But from a man's perspective, do, do you see it any different? Um, to be honest with you, no. I, I I get very concerned when I hear about this kind of a thing happening because because it is driving you know the 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 other person in the relationship uh a little batty because they're afraid themselves to make a commitment if this person isn't going to step up to the plate right you know and that's what, that's exactly what you're saying here so right i'm I, i'm i'm not sure i mean what i what i feel is it, my my impression is that that he probably believes that he is being as honest as he possibly can um, but that's but very limited. It's very limited. Yeah, he can't be he, he can't be honest about something he doesn't know. You know. Right. What I mean? Oh, so bingo. If, yeah. So so if he himself is not sure about his own feelings about the situation, it'll be impossible for you, him to give you anything more than uh, you know very hazy kinds of answers. Um, and, and at the same time, he's got a, a commitment. I mean, you said that you'll end up in a better situation. That's also kind of a, a problem because that means that he's going to, if he if he closes the door on his relationship with you, he's going to lose. So he's got two things that he wants to avoid, and one is losing you and one is losing out. And see, I don't know if I'm being, uh, you know, it, it's not like um, they're just a, couple of things that were involved in he and I that I it would for his ego if I were to leave and I took what was mine um for his ego he he uh, he would feel that he, he he did not that I came out ahead he would feel that way on the scales of you know if you evaluate it no no it wouldn't yeah, be that way yeah. really in reality it's just his ego okay. but the thing is you know, he tells me things, you know, and I don't know if I'm being told things that I that he feels I want to hear or if he really, truly is invested. In the, and you were saying yeah. you felt the love, not 
not Jim, but um, I, I yeah, do. Yeah. I honestly do feel. I hear it. To the best of his ability, he does love you. But I do feel limitations. I I do feel limitations in what he can deliver on. And a lot of that is tied into whatever this old, you know, if it was a marriage, if it was a divorce, if it was an engagement, whatever it is, has has weighed him down. And it, it sort of has put a cap on him what he'll what what he'll allow himself to give. And I feel he 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 is as private as he is, um, you know, because it's almost like he feels if he reveals himself, um, like you were talking about his ego before, um, I actually feel that there's a weakness there, that he's he's fearful of revealing himself in fears that he wouldn't be loved or wouldn't be accepted. You may not see that because I think he puts up this being in control and, um, you know, he puts up a different exterior, but there's, I I see the weakness in him. Um, And it's all fear-based, but, um, you know, the honestly, the only thing I see that's off in this relationship and it, it, can be significant is that you guys are on different paths. It's almost like your expectation and hopes is one thing. And he's like, you know, three steps away from being able to give to match you in that. And when, when I'm, as I'm looking forward, I still, I see places where your paths get closer, but I don't see where they really overlap and they really, where you're going to feel, ah, this is, what I've always wanted. It feels honestly in your energy. This is um, an emotional tug of war for you with him. And I feel a lot of, a lot of frustration in your energy with him. And I don't know. I mean, you've mentioned a lot of times, you don't know if you really could believe him. Um, Is he telling you something different? Because energetically, I don't see anything different. Is he telling you something different now than what he's told you in the past? Um, you know, yeah, uh, yesterday it was just, um, like all deference to me and hearts and flowers and, you know, anything I can do kind of statement to me. Um, you know, I, I, but I'm, I don't know, you know, sometimes I just, uh, I don't know. And when you talk about a a long ago past ancient history, I think there was something there, you know, I think there was severe, he mentioned it long ago when we first were together that there was um, rejection and it was monumental. Yeah. And, and, and there was something. That's what holds him back. You know, and I do feel it's very sincere when he talks about flowers or doing this or that, but he's got a cap. And that's nothing you can change. That's, that's up to him because he's living with a past hurt that's holding him back from living his life. I mean, if that's all it is, I just don't know if there's extracurricular activities. On the I side. don't feel that. If you're asking me, is he cheating on you? I don't really feel that. Okay, that's basically it, too. You know, I just wouldn't want to, because I know he would be very devastated if I left. I would be very devastated if I left, but I'm kind of tired of those. Well, you know, um, we all have free choice in what we decide. And I think that 
We know each one of us knows what's right for us. Um, I feel in this relationship there is potential, but there's also challenges. It's not the smoothest, easiest two energies that I ever saw because he does have a cap and a limitation, and you're much more ready and, and willing and able. Um, and I do, I said it at the very beginning, I believe he tries. Is he going to be able to accomplish it? You know, I'm shrugging. I, I don't see that place where he could totally step up to the plate on a consistent basis that's totally aligned with you. But there's also something called compromise. Sometimes, you know, um, you know, growing together and, and sort of accepting this. And, you know, I mean, have you guys ever thought about or has he ever thought about because he feels resistant to running off and doing, you know, uh, couples counseling or anything like that. Oh, but I, I, I'm big on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and but I he's not. I go to a rabbi, a pastor, a counselor, Someone right. that lives under the bridge with wisdom. But he doesn't feel like he's that, because he's not ready to open up. That's the thing. That's your limitation. Honestly, Lisa, that's the limitation in this relationship. He's not really willing to open his heart. He's got a cap on it. Um, and the only way he's going to get that cap off is for him to work out, out, really work through, you know, the hurts that he, the rejection that he had in the past. Because he's afraid when he reveals himself, that's that's when you're going to disappear. Even if it's totally irrational, that's what his fear is, because that's what happened in the past with him. And honestly, it almost feels like it's happened more than once with him. And I know you don't know that, but energetically, I, I could actually feel another time where he might not have let it, you know, evolve to the point that he did with that first relationship. But, you know, it kind of feels to me that he's had rejection more than once. But I want to say one other thing before, you know, we go is that you don't feel really ready. If you walked away now, you would always wonder and and you would always, I believe, almost blame yourself. You don't feel like you're ready. You feel like you're frustrated, but you don't feel like you're ready to walk. You really don't. I know you say and that, you know, you're tired and you feel like doing this or that, but I, not that I don't believe you. I believe you get that level of frustration, but you don't, your energy doesn't yet show me that you're ready. When you're ready to leave, you should leave with an open heart and wish the person well, no anger, no, no anything. Just realize this isn't honoring you. It's not supporting you. But, you know, you spent all these years together. You still care for a person and stuff. You, I don't feel any of that, that, that you're at that point. I mean, you know, to me it feels like you're still wanting more. And I think the only way you're going to get there is to try to help him help himself and I don't know any other way of doing it except counseling or therapy or some inner work. I think you're right. And I think you've got a tremendous amount of wisdom. Oh, God, I love hearing you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I, I certainly wish you luck, Lisa. Um, you know, I really do. I, I think that there is a road to a better place, but you're not going to do it from out of frustration. 
Yeah, it's almost like you have to change your perception and and like we were talking earlier about finding the good, the things that really do resonate with you and really sort of chip away at him and try to get him into some sort of counseling or find a book that really resonates with you about, you know, relationships or communication for the little that you know about him. And Jim and I have done a show on this. Communication is one of the pillars of a relationship. If he can't be open the, and share. The lack of communication. <laughs> Sorry, you said communication kills it. The lack of communication No, I said is it. a pillar, is a pillar. P-I-L-L-A-R oh, pillar, pillar. I'm sorry. Is a yeah, pillar. Yeah, of a yeah. relationship. <laughs> sorry. And without having that. No, that's okay. Without having that, it's like, how do you build that foundation? So, yeah. so to me, that that's like the first red flag, and that's a piece you can work on. There, there was a show, and I don't remember if we called it a show on communication or what. But if you go back and listen, Jim and I gave this exercise. Um, we both had very similar variations of an exercise to learn how to really communicate with a partner. You should sit him down and go humor me, but I want to do this and do it with him and do it with an open heart. But if you're going to be frustrated with this, it's very hard and you're not going to trust. I mean, either commit to trusting or commit to just, you know, making a decision one way or the other. But, you know, and if you put 110% into it and he doesn't, that's your out. Then you have a reason to leave and you could probably leave with a clear heart. And I know you put 110% into it, but he's changed his tempo, you said, you know, as far as what he said to you yesterday. Give him the chance. I mean, now isn't the time to walk away. Give him the chance. And if you need to be cautious, be cautious with your heart. And don't put all, let him prove himself. I'm, I'm a big advocate on that. You know, talk is cheap, but actions speak a lot louder than words. Yeah, you're right. But he does love you. I want you to know that. It's just he's got limits in what he can give, but that can change. That that's not a that's not like a personality flaw. That's he's right now what I you know like damaged material. But we all are. We all come with our baggage. You know, it's a matter of working through that stuff. And he has, but he has to learn how to. You guys need better communication for you to know so little about him. Um, you know, if he's hiding that much from you, he's hiding a lot from himself. And that means he's running yeah. from his own hurts. And that's what I see in this man. You're right. You're right. So, you know, think about what we said. I would suggest let let him prove himself. And don't go into it thinking the negative parts where uh, he's not going to do it or I don't trust him if he says it and you commit to it, then then give it 110%. Even if you're just watching, but try to stop all the, the negative thinking. I mean, somehow you have to put the past behind you and try to have today as the first day of your new relationship. If he doesn't step up, which, you know, I don't know that he can step up to where you need him to step up unless you guys get help. Yeah, yeah. With someone that he trusts. 
that he can open up with, you know. Right. To be a facilitator, you know. Of some sort, yeah. yes. Yeah. Right. So, totally all right, well, good luck. It. Keep us posted with everything. Much love to you and so happy to hear from you again. Oh, you guys are just yeah. tremendous. Are you you mentioned Thanks you have fine. shows? You've done shows? Have I missed your shows? I always watch blog talk. I should keep an eye out for you. Yeah, we've well, done a lot of shows that we've done um recently. And recently. Uh, years, um yeah. well, we've taken a few months off. But um, Okay, okay. That's what was going on then. Okay. Yeah, but we you know, if you look back, um we were doing shows at the beginning of the pandemic, we were doing them weekly to try to keep people, you know, sort of focused and everything. And then um, we ended up losing our, one of our co-hosts and we've sort of, I've procrastinated in finding someone else, but I, I love Halloween and I really wanted to do this Halloween special. And I asked Joanna (laughs) and she jumped right in. So I'm so grateful for that, but keep your ears and eyes open because um, okay. I'm going to get refocused and get another host in here, um, you know, I, so I love it. so we can get back on the air Thank on you. a more regular basis. And, and, and typically, Lisa, you go, Jim. You, you, can also, you can also find the episodes on, on Blog Talk Radio uh, if you look, at, look up our show. Okay. Or look up Lady Fontaine. Okay. And, uh, and you'll see that all the past episodes are there. You can listen to everything. Have fun. I I will love doing that. Thank you so much. I so enjoyed um, receiving receiving your wisdom, your insight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Oh, All right. Yeah. You take care. You. <laughs> take care. Oh, she was a great caller. I mean, we we have really great callers tonight. So I want to thank everybody. Yeah. Who? Yes. I mean, we have yes. like ten more minutes. I I would be happy to take another call. I know we have a few more people on the line. Um, I wish I can get everybody. How many people do we have? Catherine, um, we have like three people, probably two, because one person doesn't seem to be responding. So Catherine is uh, 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 someone I think you might want to talk to, a different change of different uh, situation. Okay. And we could probably make this pretty short. We okay. can make, Hi, we, we can take both and we can Hello. just make it very quick. And we also Hi, can Jennifer. run over a little bit, Joanna, if you're okay with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Catherine, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Halloween to all of you. Wonderful Happy show. Happy Halloween thank you. to you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we have to get our happiness as it comes in these days, right? And we'd be happy over <laughs> the slightest thing. I think it changes the mood. But um, I think that's yeah. a good attitude. I really do. So thank you it for is. sharing that. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, my my question was, I contacted two people that I would like to work with. Um, one is a man. Um, his name is Kyle. And the other one is a female. Her name is Cassandra. And I was wondering if you see any um, work collaboration happening between either one of them or um, hopefully both of them. Um, anything so, Catherine, at all. What kind of work? What kind of work are you doing? Um, it's, 
It's funny. I think it's your entertainment night. I also act and write and direct. I knew that. I wrote it down. I I, I wish you could see. (laughs) I wrote it down (laughs) on this piece of paper. I felt that. So, um, so so Jim, go ahead. You could you could ask more, and then I'm going to jump in. Do you sing too? Because you have a great voice. Oh, you probably a, oh, a color I don't have confidence in that area, so I don't really uh-huh. put that out there. But uh-huh. um, I see. A little secretly. So do you <laughs> actually do the acting, or are you training, or what, how are you? What exactly? How do you fit in? I I act. Um, yes, I act. I direct. I train a little bit uh-huh. when I direct. Um, you know, I've I done see. little projects directing as well. Where are you located? I'm in New York. Oh, nice. I go back and forth to New York. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to be out in L.A. one day. That's my dream. Mm. Well, you might just get there because I want to make mention of um, actually both Kyle and Cassandra, both I'm getting a nice hit on. I'm drawn more right now to Cassandra, um, but it's so interesting because I'm almost feeling two pathways with her. Um, I don't know if there's two projects that you've discussed with her or if um, you're sort of on the road to one or you're discussing one and something else comes up that is like what my guide showed me beyond a perfect fit. I mean, it fits like a glove is what I'm hearing. So I would say that there's definitely an opportunity with Cassandra and with Kyle, there's something very interesting about that energy. Do you know Kyle from before? Wow. So far, you've picked up on everything. Yes, um, Cassandra, there is two projects, so you're right there. And, yes, Kyle, we met once two years ago. Um, mm. I was going through a lot at the time, so I don't know if I put forth, put forth my best face, let's say, um, but I just emailed him the other day, like, hi, would you like to um, reopen discussions about the project we were talking about then? So if you would have contacted me before you reached out, I would have said to just leave it more general, like, um, hey, how are you doing? You know, I'm open to have discussions or something, rather than whatever that project was. Because I do, I do actually feel that there is going to be some collaboration between the two of you. I don't know if it's reopening talks on whatever your project was before, because um, there's something that feels fresh and new and vibrant. Um, and again, right now, I don't know how much work is being done if it is in the entertainment business, but certainly the um, the contacts and the potential and the work feels like opportunities are there. For you with both. Cassandra, again, comes comes through much stronger. It's almost like I'm almost feeling as if you guys almost have like a soul-level connection. I mean, there's something that really connects the two of you. Um, did you feel yeah. that or did you, because you guys really feel like you connect with each other. Um, and I see her going, taking that extra step with you that, you know, she really wants to either get you on board or help you in some way or make solidify this. Um, 
you may go in because I keep on sort of sh- like splitting my hands into a V. You might end up doing the two projects with her. There's two different directions. They feel very different in a way from one another. Um, yeah. So you may have the opportunity to do either one or both. But right now, I would put more focus on the the situation with Cassandra with Kyle. There's something, it's almost like you planted a seed. Um, And if he gets back to you, or even if he doesn't get back to you, um, he may step forward with something brand new. Because like I said, in his energy, whatever you were talking about before just feels different now. So I don't know if it was a project or uh, something. It just feels different. So um, that door is not fully closed, but if I was to put money on it, it's with Cassandra. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so good luck with that. I mean, it does feel fruitful for you. And when you had said earlier that, you know, yeah, your dream was to be in L.A., one of these projects, um, I'm not saying either one is going to land you in L.A., but I do feel in, certain opportunity feels like it may open up through a contact that you make with Cassandra, like um, either an introduction or something that could lead you into bigger and better things. Oh, wow. Even though my feeling is, honestly, and Joanna, I mean, I don't know if there's any buzz happening in L.A. or not, but I actually feel a movement from L.A. to a different part of the country. I feel a lot of the movie industry eventually is going to be moving out of California. I mean, do you hear yeah, any well, buzz about that? Say you can follow me on Instagram with any kind of questions or guidance that I might be able to give you. Does that sound like a good um, so it would be okay. Joanna Sanchez, actress, and then any kind of questions or anything I can do to help. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You so you're well, welcome. Thank you. So we'll be in touch, too, okay? Oh, I mean, yes. that's beyond awesome. Thank you, Joanna, because yes. yeah. Joanna usually isn't on the show, so you happen to call just the right time. Yeah. She's starting that blue moon. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. It's very positive, and let's try to get that last call so we can just help one more person. But All much right. love, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you, too. Thank you. Much love and blessings to you all. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very Thank welcome, you. Catherine. Good luck. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. So who's our last Do caller? To- Do we have one more? I think we have two more. We have more. one more. Well, we have um, three three calls. I haven't been able to screen two of them, but uh, one of them didn't answer. Uh, but I did get a hold of Jeanette, and she's pretty anxious to talk. So let's have right. Jeanette come on. All right. And even if they if we get that end of episode, don't worry about it. I don't know if you guys okay. can hear it, but we can go beyond. Jeanette, you there? Yes, I am. Well, congratulations. We managed to sneak you in. Hi, amazing, amazing grace. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so so tell us what what's what's up with you? What's going on? Hey, so I was just wondering um if you need a specific question or I could ask if you have any messages for me, a general kind of reading, but whatever you whatever you think would be best. 
either one. Um, for on the air, we do prefer questions okay. for general readings. Yeah, I would help. say look me up on my website um, because that's easier. Okay. I mean, that sometimes goes in a hundred different directions. So Absolutely. for tonight, if you don't mind, a question would be okay. Good. So I understand that I'm kind of like in a um, a herd of asking relationship questions, but that was my <laughs> my uh, original intent was to ask about a, a committed relationship coming in for me. Okay, hang on, we might get a message coming in right now. All right, yeah, and ignore it because we should be all right. Are you are you still there, Jeanette? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, we're great. okay. We, we didn't. Uh, we, we expect that there's going to be a, a closing the episode message that would come through. So I, I'm sorry I interrupted. Carry on. No problem. No problem. Um, so are you in a relationship now? No, no. And I have been on, uh, you know, the uh, different dating sites, and yeah. I never really took the dating sites very seriously. Um, but I okay. that was my way of signaling to the universe that I was definitely open and ready for. A relationship and really nothing has come of it it's been quite a while since my last relationship but I must say that I've I've been okay because it was a time for me to really come back to center after a okay. string of relationships and um, but and yes I am ready now so how long ago was it ready. my last relationship yeah when did that end five and a half years ago Okay, and uh, and uh, did you close it or did did he? I did. I see. Um, All right. I I, I want to just interject. You, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer back to you, Jim, in a minute. But um, okay. I want to make one comment regarding what Jeanette said when she said she's ready and you are. Yeah. Everything in your energy yeah. shows me you're ready. And it has nothing to do with the five years or anything. Because, again, I, 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 I'm taking notes. That I don't know who I'm talking to. So um, I, wanted, I wrote down your name, relationship. And then he, before you even said anything, when you said you were ready, I wrote down, I believe you are ready. Um, and you oh. are. I could feel it in your energy. And that doesn't mean you're 100%. But you are ready. And I would also suggest <clears throat> that if you are going to be on the dating site, you know, I, I, I'll tell you 90% of my clients um, at some point have been on the dating sites. And I only could think of one or two that have had successful outcomes. Um, oh, so I, I believe it. Proceed with caution. There's so many people that oh, yeah. hide oh, behind, know. you know, whatever. So as long as you I'm have very intuitive, I yeah. Yeah, as long as you have a Great. casual approach with it, you're going to be fine. Um, Jim, do you I want do. to ask any more questions before I give her my psychic? No, carry on. Something? All right. Jump right in there. So, um, do you, um, th this is a totally unrelated question to what you asked me, but it's coming yeah. through so strong. Do you, are you involved with or do you do any healing? I would say I do healing through channeling. Okay, because I could feel the words that my guides keep saying is you're a healer. And and what I really feel is there's still like a, a nook and cranny in your energy that 
need your own focus, need your own attention, need your own healing. And it's like that final nook and cranny. It doesn't mean you're not ready because you are ready, but mm-hmm. there's just something. There's like this little thread that, that holds you back in some way. So I urge you to, you know, just scan yourself and find that area that, because it's a thread. It's literally as thin as a thread. But as far as your, and I know you didn't call about healing, but it feels like your ability to heal um, and your method of healing is going to be um, almost the root of you finding the right person for you. And what I actually see for you is this might be down the road a little bit um, because of the pandemic, but um, do you ever do like workshops or do you go to like weekend retreats or something like that, because I see you doing that and I see you ulti- ultimately meeting the man that you're going to end up, you know, mm. I, I don't want to say spending the rest of your life with, because that's your choice, but you'll have an opportunity to have a relationship that really grows and matures. But my guides keep directing me towards your healing ability. So um, mm. do you, do you ever go away for workshops or seminars or anything like that? Uh, I have. I have in the past. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to find something that um, just when you hear about it, you're going to electrify your whole body. I could feel it. It's just going to ah. electrify. And you're going to mm-hmm. be drawn towards going. And I don't want you to go thinking this is it, I'm going to meet the guy in my dreams, don't go in with that thought because that might cause, you might get into the wanting mode. Just know right. that you're on the path that you should be on and whatever happens, happens. But my gut feeling right. is at this retreat or seminar or workshop, to me it feels like it's next summer. But again, with everything that's, all this crazy energy that's going on, um, a lot of things are clouded for me right now with, with predicting time. But what I can say is it's not going to happen today or tomorrow or this week or this month, because when, when I, when I feel that I could literally, literally, it feels like it's like right in front of my face and I'm feeling this a bit in the distance. Um, I am feeling it's going to be around the summer. Could that be delayed a little bit if we still have the pandemic or still have other issues going on? Yes, it could. But I would say most especially between, say, May and September of, ne- of 2021, um, if you're drawn towards a workshop or seminar, go. Um, and mm-hmm. even if you end up not meeting somebody at that seminar, whoever you do meet is going to guide you to that person. But I do feel you're, that person is there. Let me tell you, I, I can almost visualize this person. Dark hair, um, I would say, you know, uh, 510, 5'11", something like that. Um, Sort of like a slim physique, but muscular, you know, sort of like a fit, you know. But he's not a bolts up kind of guy, you know, like real muscular Uh or anything. But I see muscles and like an athletic type of physique. Um, What my guides show me is the heart connection between between you. And I see that silver thread connection which to me, I have the chills even feeling it. 
Um, oh, you're going to wow. get that same electrified feeling that I told you that you're going to get when you yeah. hear about this workshop or seminar is what you're going to get when you meet this guy. And I see you both having it. Um, the closest that I can relate to that feeling is when I do um, shamanic journey healing, that same electrified feeling. And that's like, you mm. know, you're, you're connected like to pure. Yes. I mean, it's pure energy that, you know, spiritual energy that you're connected with. You guys are going to have a very, very strong spiritual connection, a very, very strong emotional connection, a very, very Ooh. strong intellectual connection. And I mean, I see the guy looks like, you know, he's a, he's a hunk. He's a nice looking guy. Um, I think that there's going to be a physical attraction between the two of you, but it wouldn't matter if you guys both wore paper, you know, bags on your heads with just eye opening. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. All the other ingredients uh -huh. are so strong that the, 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 mm. the physical is just icing on the cake. Everything else right. is just absolutely magnificent and glorious. So your, your, your special someone is out there. Um, right now I'm going to say by around sometime next summer, but whenever that workshop or retreat or seminar or whatever comes to your attention around that time frame, go, but don't go, you know, there's this no, waiting and wanting that always right. holds you back. Go trusting, you know, it, there's a big yeah. difference between yeah. I trust that this um, I'm here for a reason rather than, oh, I'm going to meet my, my, my husband and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're going to keep it away by getting in that mindset. And sometimes, like, I, I almost want to hold back saying certain things yeah, because I, I, know if, I know the person then gets all excited about it and gets in that wanting mode, and I don't want you in that wanting mode. You've worked hard to get where you are. I do feel you trust the process. And let me tell you, I don't feel that of many people. And I do feel you're ready. You. There's that one nook somewhere, and I know you know where that <laughs> nook is, that is still kind I'm, of I'm working on showing itself. <laughs> well, keep working I on it. Just, it just needs a little yeah. bit of scrubbing, just a little bit. Yeah. And then, and then okay. you're that all, everything else is just going to fall into place for you. So I, I have no doubt. This one, and again, I very rarely, you know, give a definitive, especially in the middle of a pandemic. But this one I know is going to play out exactly as I'm telling you. And I really do feel it's going to be next summer. And if we're, if we have a third wave or a fourth wave or something like that, it'll be shortly thereafter. I don't see many delays beyond next summer. All right. And can I ask, uh, does it have to be out of town? Do you see it out of town or can it actually be a local type of situation? I don't know. Is to be honest, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything that's showing me that, you know, you have to travel 500 miles. To me, it almost oh. felt like if I was, you know, like, you know, when I lived in Staten Island um, in New York, you know, oh, like I, I remember going to a seminar up in Connecticut, you know, that's a few hours. So it could right. be something like that where, you know, it's right. not that far away. I don't necessarily see you getting on a plane and traveling somewhere. But I, I, I don't want to say you lived in Staten Island, just, uh, Lady Fontaine. I lived in Staten Island as well. <laughs> oh, really? Real? Oh, my uh, when did you live in Staten Island? Uh, in the, uh, from 70, I think it was 1970 until 1978. No, until 1986. Sorry. 
All right, I was in Staten Island in the 80s to the 90s, like mid-80s to um, maybe mid, no, actually until 2001 when I built my house in the Poconos. Um, You know, so we overlapped a little bit there. What part of Staten Island were you in? Um, What was it called? Uh, uh, There was a new home development off of, was it Victory Boulevard, maybe? Oh, oh! Uh, I lived there for the second part of my, um, you know, in the late 90s, n- not far from Victory Boulevard. Is, uh-huh. Was that the Richmond area or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that uh, wild? Well, in any event. I used to live in um, Silver Lake. Oh, is that what it is, <laughs> oh, Silver Lake? Oh, Silver Lake. Yeah, I used to live in Silver Lake. Was that oh. that apartment that you lived in, Jim? Yeah, we lived there. I lived there twice. I lived on one side of the of the park, and then the other time in the I forget the number, but the the big one that stands, the big apartment house that stands on top of the whole island. Uh, I lived on the well, twelfth floor of that when, apartment for a while. When Gwen was born, when we had dinner at your yeah. house, um, that right. it was at one. It was at the apartment because you used <clears throat> to come to my yeah. house all the time. But wow. you know, I I remember that. Yeah, so we're we're all Staten Islanders except Joanna is a Manhattanite. That's right. But that's now I'm here across the other side of the country. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. California, wow. San Diego. Oh wow. Ah. Do you? How long have yep. you been there? Since the uh, since eighties. Oh wow. Since eighty six. Yeah, yeah. That's a long, long time. time. Oh, so that's really home now. It really is. It always was. I, even when I lived in New York as a kid, I remember watching the Gidget Show and saying, that's where I'm going to live when I grow up. <laughs> and there you are. You did it. And with that same level of affirmation, know that your 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 special someone is out there. Just trust the process. I mean, within six months, I you're going to be calling back and telling me I was right. Lady Fontaine, you know what? I I so appreciate this because in my heart of hearts, I know that. It's just that it's become I'm increasingly longing to meet him. <laughs> and that's, that's the that's problem. Really all that the it is. longing. You know, Jim, Excuse me, Lady Fontaine, I, I'm losing battery on my phone. I have to charge it, and if I don't charge it, it it's I, I'm, I can try to call back in on my other phone. I mean, okay. it's up to you. I, I think we have one more caller after this, Jim. There's one, one more, one more caller that we haven't talked with yet. I, I don't, I haven't been able to, to, to get that person's response from the. Okay, I'm the losing phone, the battery. So. All right, okay. Joanna, if you have to drop off, thank you so much. I will. If you That's could okay. come back on, great. If you can't, I'll call you. Will you call done. me, please? Will you yes. call me? Okay. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'm going to charge this help. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Love you. Right. Bye. All right. Love you too. Bye bye. So, Lady Fontaine, right. I don't want to, I don't want to misrepresent myself by saying that I'm longing in a way that I'm desperate. I'm not in that situation. It's just that I could feel the energy, and very. I'm looking very forward to connecting, Good. and I feel like we're going to have recognition, and that is something you are I've wanted. You yeah. are, and it's, you're going to, it's just going to, I mean, I see it as well. So just trust that process and, 
And I'm sure you already know that things happen when they're supposed to happen. You know, yes. I mean, we can't yes. force it. We can't make it happen. I do trust. Um, but it's not that far out. Six months, eight months, the most a year. It's not that far out. And it is going to be magical. It's going to be everything that you know in your heart is there. Oh, I have chills. Oh, but it's there. Really I mean, it's so there for you. But I want you to do something with this gift that you have because you do have a gift of healing Thank or if you're you. healing through Thank being you. a medium whatever you're doing or whatever you have the ability to do please do it because you're robbing yourself and other people if you're not doing it and i feel can you're I not connect doing with it you as offline? much as you should what i know that? i know can i connect with you offline Absolutely. My website is ladyfontaine.com. There is a contact page and the email goes to my assistant star and she'll forward it to me. Just put something in there that we talked on the, uh, okay. you know, on, on the radio show and, and give your name. Okay. I sure will. I will. All right. Well, it was great speaking with you. Keep us posted and most certainly let me know you know, on the show or, you know, if we connect offline um, when you meet yeah. this guy, because this is going to be something really special. You will know. <laughs> Terrific. I promise you. All right. Good luck to you. And thank you so much for calling. Okay. I'll connect with you soon. Thank you. All right. You take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. So oh, you're Bye, very Jim. welcome. Bye-bye. Jim, are you back? I'm back. Oh, I think he. Hit me. Yeah, I. Oh, I. I think I don't know. Jim looks like we lost Jim, um, because I don't know where he was with callers here. Um, let's see. Well, let me see if Jim comes back. But in the meantime, um, this tonight was absolutely a fabulous show. I mean, we've had some really great callers. Uh oh. Let me let me just make sure everybody's muted here. Hello. Oh. Oh no, that's okay. All right, I don't see. Oh, I see this that number. Okay. All right, that's what I didn't know who was next. All right, thank you. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right, I am going to take one more caller, and nobody can get back on because the show has actually ended. Hello? Hello? Hello. Yes, hi. Hi. It's Lady Fontaine. Who am I speaking with? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. This is Karen um, from New York. Hi, Karen. Hi. So, what's going on? How I've can I help too... you tonight? Thank you for hanging in there all this time. Yeah, I've been enjoying the show, too. Um, I have so much going on. It's been really a horrible year for me before Uh-oh. the COVID thing, because um, my, my longtime partner passed <gasps> a little <sighs> over a year ago, and my life completely changed. Um Anyway, it's been a lot of a trying to adjust and go through the grief. I don't know what's ahead for me, what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life, and what I'm to do for financial support, other than getting someone to rent this room, which I'm dreading. Um, so, any guidance about? All right, I'm, any of I'm looking. 
I'm looking at your energy. Um, just give me a second. Usually this is when Jim is talking to you so I could zoom in. So you may just hear me get quiet for a couple seconds while I zoom in. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you still, I, I mean, look, it's been about a year, you said, and, you know, you said you've been grieving. There's still a lot of grief left in you. I mean, you do feel very stuck and, and you, you do feel, um, like there's there's still more to clear out in the in the grieving process. Um, not to say that you haven't made progress, but it just feels like you're stuck. Do you feel that way? Yes. Yes. Um, feels wow. Ending. You know, uh, my gut feeling is that um, in order to get you to really be able to move forward and really fulfill your own destiny, and I'm going to tell you something, Karen, you do have a destiny to fulfill here. Um, you know, people come into our lives for a reason. Um, it feels like you had a, 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 a decent run with this person who passed away. Is that true? I'm sorry. A de- being, together, you- being together for a decent amount of time. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, because it feels like it was an established relationship. Um, but you do have a destiny, and people come into our lives and they leave our lives. Um, and it, you know, I, I'm going to share with you something. I made reference to it earlier about the veil being so thin, and I was totally talking to somebody, you know. I, not talking about channeling or not talking about anything. And I had mentioned earlier in the show about um, my dogs being poisoned by a neighbor. And um, one of my dogs that I love dearly actually came through. And, you know, she said the usual things about, you know, loving me. And, you know, she knows I did the best that I I could, that I could do. And she appreciated it, all that, that stuff. But then she said something that I knew was from her. And what she said to me was, instead of keeping your focus on me and the loss of me, she had a litter and I have three of her, you know, her, her children. She said, enjoy them and love them (laughs) and be with them. And, and what had happened was a few days before that I had a a totally spiritual and profound experience when I was out in the yard with them. Everything came alive. They came alive. I came alive. The trees came alive. The grass came alive. Everything was vivid and alive in a way that I'm not used to experiencing. And I realized in that moment that she said that to me, that that's what she wants me to live, to really live again. And I really feel with you, Karen, that it's the same thing, that um, your partner, the last thing, and I do feel you're so stuck, and you're stuck in a place of still mourning and missing and yearning, but also stuck in fear and stuck in confusion and stuck in not really understanding where to go. And I'm going to try to help you with that, but I want you to 
understand that that message that my dog Coco gave me was not only for me, it was for you as well, because I could feel mm-hmm. that so strong in in the energy that your partner wants you to, you know, wants you to experience life and to enjoy life and not be stuck on the loss of, of your partner. What was your partner's first name? Do you mind sharing that? Of course, Nick, Nicholas. Because that helps me zoom in better. I got the chills when you said his name. Um, hmm. It's interesting. Um, was he, um, I don't know why this comes to mind, um, and, and it could I could be misinterpreting it because it's a word, but I'm, I'm hearing controlling. Um, was he either controlling or was that some part of what his job or, or function was? I no, I don't think he was controlling. And um, what did he, he do for a living? Him. What did he do for a living? Well, he was uh, in graphic design when he was working, and displays. He was um, he, he designed displays. Did he like? Did he? Um, I'm trying to think of the right words here. Did she lead a team of designers? Maybe at one point he had people working for him, but it was not a long-term thing. All right. I'm not sure what the, what I'm hearing or what I'm – because not what you're saying doesn't quite match what what I'm seeing. But when you, when you were talking about him being a designer, um, what almost came out was – um, he had a vision of certain things, and it didn't always turn out the way his vision, um, you know, it's it's not like, you know, if he designed whatever, that that the end result would be exactly like he envisioned. Did he ever mention that to you? Well, how did you always deal with clients and... Um... You know, he always felt that he knew best the way to design the right, display. Right, right. That that's that's so. where the controlling comes in. Um, there, there's something, and I don't know why he, they're showing, my guides are showing me this, but there was something about almost like, you know, what his vision he felt was the right vision, but it wasn't always what the end result was. Um, you yeah. know, and in that way, there there was some something about control in that, um, I think it was difficult for him to relinquish the control of what his vision was, but, but, you know, they were a client, so I guess he had to, but regardless, you know, regarding you, I think the greatest joy that, or the greatest legacy or the greatest tribute that you could give him is for you to be able to move forward with things. Um, where do you feel you're stuck? Because I feel you're stuck in, in every aspect, it just feels like you're almost like living that same life, but living it alone and then feeling the lack of having him in your life. Is that not true? Yeah, it is true. Because I, I really don't have much of a life. I don't have many friends. Um, and, you know, friends I have, I don't even care that much about. I'm never in the mood to really in the mood to talk to anybody. There's nothing you can do. I mean, I can't go out and try to even meet people or do anything and just 
Well, and I don't even know and, that you're uh, really ready right now. I have right like now. nothing. I have nothing in my life that I'm like that thrills me that I want to even live for. So maybe that's you know that's a lot of it. I just feel alone and empty and. Everything is stress. I have so many problems, so many things wrong in the apartment. Every time I turn around, something else is breaking or this or that, and i got to deal with it. And it's like I never seem to be able to get anywhere. I'm just kind of surfing the waters, dealing with all the problems that come up. And what's the point? Why is this happening? And, you know, got to be something better than this. Um, and I believe that there is, but change and everything starts, you know, with us. I mean, it starts within. And it's almost like um, what we've talked about the whole night, and I'm not sure if you heard the early part of the show, but, and I know this is the hardest thing to do, what I'm about to tell you. And it's almost like so simplistic that it, it probably will feel insulting. And I don't mean it that way. But early on in the show, we were talking about where we focus our energies is really what we end up manifesting and creating in our lives. I've been studying the law of attraction. I know all about it. Right. But I've been having a lot of trouble managing my moods. I've been so depressed. It's been hard to manage the moods and get in the right place. and, And that's part of you, you know, continuing your grieving process. Have you thought about going to a grief counselor? No. Um, because, you know, there, do, you, do you feel the grief still in you that you're still grieving or you feel just caught up in that being stuck and like everything's going wrong feeling? Both. Yeah. See, I, my Both. gut feeling is if you, you know, if you have the ability to see a grief counselor, um, that would help you. It would help you work through some of the layers of of grief, but also help you almost build like a plan to move forward. I mean, the life coaching part of me wants to say mm-hmm. to you that if you don't know where you're going, how will you know when you get there? And that's that frequently happens when somebody is, you know, either numb from from fear or numb from life experiences or, you know, a trauma from our childhood. I mean, there's a million situations that can cause that feeling of numbness, which I feel in you, but I feel you're so caught up in almost um, feeling like, you know, like you're living this, you know, I don't want to even say the word, like a cursed life or, you know, or something like that and that you can't get out. And the only way out is through yourself. Trust me, I've been there, and I know what that's like. Um, you know, so I I encourage you, and you say that you've been studying the law of attraction. Um, I think a lot of I've been, this, I've been I'm, I'm sorry, you see a lot of gifts in me? I see a, a lot of what? I said grief in you. Oh, oh, grief. Yes, oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, years ago, um, I was a caregiver to my grandmother for a long time, and then when she passed, my again, my whole world changed. But at the time, I joined a grief support group, and I did not like it. It did not help me. It only made me feel worse. 
Um, my feeling was if she was a spirit medium, a psychic medium who could bring in my grandmother's spirit, that would have been therapeutic for me. That's the only kind of support I'm interested in. Um, regular counselors, I know I know all the rap. It, you know, it doesn't help me. Sorry, but if I could afford it, I would be sitting with a psychic medium as therapy. So, so that's my problem. With- so who do you, what do you think that, um, who, do, who do you want to contact and what information are you hoping you'll get from them? I mean, is hmm. it, you know, the, the person that you cared for, is it Nick? Do you really think they have the answers for you? Or is it the support? I feel it's the support that you need so that you don't feel so alone. Yes. I think I'm also seeking um, hmm, some information and closure with him. But that's yeah. a separate issue. But, uh, yes. Um, yeah, I guess that I do. I miss, I miss the support and the companionship. Right. And, you know, you had said something earlier about, you know, you can't go out now and, and you know, meet people or anything like that. Even if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, you don't feel like that would be your approach. You really don't. Um, you know, uh, and and I kind of feel you've, you've got, you know, walls around you and, and they're pretty high walls. Um, I don't I don't even know where to to take this or where to go because you know although mm. in, interestingly enough you said you thought I said gifts rather than grief and we all have we all have gifts we all have abilities we all and I do feel there are hidden um you know um almost like I almost want to say hidden talents but hidden areas where you really do excel with things, but I feel that you do have very a lot of layers of protection around you, and I think that's caused by a lot of the hurt and a lot of the loss that you've experienced. And I, and I feel almost like an, uh, it's hard for you to open up to someone new. And I'm not by any means suggesting that you, you know that you even look at this. You know, the best no. advice that that I can give you is. There is inner work, and, you know, if it isn't going to a counselor, but I do think that that's your ticket somewhere, and, and you know, um, it's surprising, and I think that a, a grief support group is, is somewhat different than with a grief counselor, because they work based on how you need them to work, but, you you know, you, you're already turned off to that concept, so, you know, that obviously wouldn't work for you. But I do feel that there is um, an answer for you. What I actually want to suggest is um, I'm going to put you on, uh, I'm going to take you into a private room. Would you be comfortable? Or better yet, why don't you go to my website, send me a, a message, and we'll arrange, I will give you a 15 or 20 minute free uh, reading where I'll connect with Nick. I don't have the time, and it's been a long evening, so I'm a little bit worn out. Um, but I'll be happy to do that if you want to reach out to me directly. 
Oh, my God. That is so beautiful and generous. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know that that's where your answers lie, but I think you need to go in that direction. Um, and maybe there will be something that you get out of that. I'm hoping you get a lot out of it, but my gut feeling is you need more. You need you need you need inner healing beyond what Nick can give you. But if that gives you some closure or gives you some inspiration, I'm happy to be the the medium to get you there. So feel free to reach out again. Do the same thing. You know, make sure you reference. You know, you're Karen. We spoke on the radio, um, and because my assistant is going to get the email, and then she'll forward it to me, and then probably my assistant, her name is Star, will reach out to you to schedule some time. Okay, is your website on the radio page? Um, it it, it should be, but it's LadyFontaine.com. Um, L A D Y. F-O-N-T-A-I-N-E dot com. But it should be on the Blog Talk uh, radio website, you know, page there. There should be a link to my website. Yeah, okay. I guess actually I see it. Very good. All right, because I I really think that this is beyond what I could do right now since the show, you know, we've gone out over like a half an hour now. Um, you know, it's beyond what I could do like this. I'd rather go in fresh and read for you and try to help you get something that might help give you some hope or inspiration or something to get you back on track. Okay. That's so wonderful. So generous. I'm very and grateful. I can't Thank guarantee so it's going to be tomorrow or anything like that because obviously my paying customers are going to get priority, but... Oh. We'll fit, try to fit you in in the next week or so. Okay, of course. I totally understand that. I, I thank you. Whenever you could do this, it's I'm well, uh, totally and, and grateful. All right. Well, try to stay in that, that place of gratitude and understand that if I'm willing to give, um, there may be others that are as well. And if maybe this is the first day of the rest of your life. And with that, I'm actually going to close the show. So, Karen, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Please do reach out. Okay. God bless you. I will. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very, very welcome. All right. Well, it's been a great show. I appreciate all the callers. These were probably some of the best callers that we've had on this show in a very long time. Um, Special thanks again to Joanna Sanchez for doing such a phenomenal job as host. Um, I know sometimes I I talk a lot and I go on and on and on forever and I appreciate her reeling me in so that we were able to take all the calls tonight. So on that note, um, I'm going to just remind you to watch um, Blog Talk Radio. You will see in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, that we get back to a more um, regular pattern of having shows Um, We either do them twice a a month or um, at least once a month. We haven't done them in a while, but we're going to try to get back on track. Can't promise Joanna will be um, helping us out all the time, but um, hopefully we'll find somebody who can. So on that note, I wish you all the very, very best. Have a wonderful Halloween and a very safe, healthy, happy weekend. 
and please stay safe and keep keep that state of gratitude and hope and appreciation because that's what's going to take you somewhere. The more we dwell on all the negatives and what we don't have, the more we create that. And I know it's peeling off layer after layer. For those who could um, afford a counselor like we have talked about in certain instances, I also do life coaching. I do a very different form of life coaching that helps you delve deep into your issues and helps you peel off the layers. Not everybody could afford it. And I don't give my time away easily. But in Karen's instance, I really felt that she needed that. So in any event, thank you again so much. I'm going to close the show. Um, stay tuned for more because we will be back. And on our next show, I'd like to um, focus on the topic of remote healing. And I'm going to try to get a guest on the show. His name is Dr. Peter Hunt. And he is a phenomenal uh, chiropractor. He's a very good friend of mine. And he does remote healings, which is amazing. And he's done it so many times to help me. So on that note, good night, everybody. And thank you again. Another great show. Thanks to our callers and wonderful listeners. Be sure to follow us here on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook. Check back regularly for info on our next show here on Blog Talk Radio on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you miss a show or want to listen again, you can listen to the podcast anytime here or on iTunes. Signing off from all of us here on Eye on the Future. Blessings and